I've had choices since the Hello, it's Beef Sign Podcast. Sorry to interrupt you there. It's all right. Uh, but you're here. <laughs> we are here. We are here and to the, do what we've been planning to do for. And, and we are, yes, finally getting this done. I think we've been talking about this for like three years, I think. Wow. We're finally three, getting it maybe done. longer. Maybe a little longer. I mean, like, I, we, I definitely know around three years for sure. We just had our sixth, our six-year anniversary of recording the first episode. Holy crap. Yeah. Jeez. A couple, uh, couple weeks ago. That did not, wow. Okay. Yeah. That's amazing. God, time's is amazing. Freaking flown by. Well, folks, this is it. You're here listening to the George Jones Tribute Special. One of the greatest uh, things that uh, I'm getting to be a part of. <laughs> In your life? I, yeah, I mean, like, yeah, you know, I mean, there's a lot of good, good, and good things I've done in, in my life, but I mean, you know, this, is this pretty, might just top them all. This is pretty awesome, though. This is pretty awesome for me right now. So yeah. we're we're hearing right now. Uh, you're hearing George Jones' choices. Yep, this is a favorite of favorite of Adams for sure. Yeah, uh, this this is this probably song, this the reason why he did this song after he got into a really bad car accident back in 99 his car from which you know got totaled and he really uh, you know we all thought that we were going to lose him lose him then whatever yeah but uh you know because he had been drinking again uh, don't get and, all choked up on us out all right yeah there's there'll be time for that i'm, I'm <laughs> sure there will be okay well uh we, we'll, so. we'll get back to choices how about that yeah i've got um we've got lots to talk about oh yeah it is beef sign podcast you're here with Josh Inzer, your host. Adam Durham. Adam Durham, your yes. host. And others. Adam. Yes. Should I? Shall I? Or yes. shall you? I mean, doesn't matter. I mean, For right. this special uh, George Jones tribute episode. My microphone sounds weird. Sounds fine. <clears throat> sounds fine. Sound all right to you? Yes. I think it sounds yeah. good. Okay. Yeah, sounds fine. Uh, fine. Well, well, we are gathered in a in a special uh, secret private location which yeah. we cannot talk about. 600 <laughs> meters under the ground. Yeah. And yeah. Um, we have, this is a, an episode we've been talking about for a long time and, and oh yeah, we're finally doing it. It's probably a little less uh, relevant than when we first brought it up. Possibly. <laughs> Considering uh, that was right around George Jones's death. Uh, I think. Let me see here. I look through my notes. Uh, Not I, that, I mean, I, George, I, George Jones is always relevant. So, and I don't mean to say... Uh, just for for the, uh, you know what? Okay, so I just said we had our anniversary for, uh, us for six years ago that we first recorded. Mm-hmm. Yeah, number one. Yeah, uh, wow. Which, by the way, this is podcast number Adam. I don't remember at the moment. You were supposed to guess, or you you said you were going to figure it out. I mean, I know it's like the like like maybe like the thirtieth something. Thirty three. Thirty three. Thirty three. I was going to say. Okay, so we've so number thirty three. Only took us six years to get to this point. Yeah. Yeah. And Slow, uh, slowly but surely, it looks like uh, we did record uh, that first episode before uh, George Jones's death. Well, yes. There I, we go. And now this, we're doing that's definitely true later. because okay. 
George Jones is brought up in that first episode, and then in the second episode, oh. it is discussed that he passed so in between. Probably in between those we two. Were do this why episode. in the yeah. hell we waited this long to do it? I don't know. <laughs> so, because in the first episode, <laughs> oh, tell us, Nick. <laughs> in the first episode, uh, one of our—I'm uh, just saying—one of our former. <laughs> Former guests who uh, used to be on the podcast quite a lot, but has not uh, has not been for a while, uh, called George Jones some sort of name. I don't even remember what it was. I don't remember either. Now. Some some vulgar name. Oh, yeah, and that uh, and, and did, did not sit too well with no, me. Mm, I'm in, sure, it didn't. In his, uh, Mr. Tim Cannon's defense, yeah, he yeah. only did it just to rile Adam up. I don't right, think right. he has any real uh, beef with George Jones. I did know, invite beef him to sign. Come. Oh, and he be, <laughs> but, we also but, didn't have a but, name for the podcast but, at the but time. But of course, where's he at? Yeah, where's he at? I did invite him. Uh, I will say I didn't give him much notice, so that's my <laughs> But uh, he's watching his, uh, he's home with his with his boys. Yeah. Uh, his but in the second episode, we... Doing the old family. Thing. I believe Josh brings it up. Well, it's, it's brought up that George Jones has passed, mm-hmm. and then Josh brings up the... Uh, the vulgar name that Tim called him in the in the previous episode. Dang. And so Adam rips him pretty good. There you go. I do yeah, remember that, but I don't remember what him. he called him either. Yeah. I don't remember either. I'll have to go back I and do remember yeah. laughing at that. Well, yeah, I'll yeah. have to go back right. well, anyway. on, like next day or two or whatever. Yeah. All right. So uh we are uh, Nick is Nick Braun is here. I am, yes. Yes. And uh what I'm glad to be Nick back. was here on the last episode. Actually Adam yes. wasn't. I was not that's true. Was, the last episode, number yeah. thirty two, was in uh, we were in Salem, Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. Yes, beef sign beef sign on the road. Uh yep. Beef sign on the road again. After li- reviewing the episode, listening to it, posting it, I must say it's probably one of the more boring Speaking episodes. Of- <laughs> <laughs> well, no offense to I'll, myself or Nick. No, it, well, I was gonna say though, real quick. Speaking of the podcast yeah. the other day, uh like one of the memory things uh on Facebook uh, popped up mm-hmm. and it saying like from when you and I were when we had went to Indy to visit our good friend Lewis uh, years ago because uh, him and oh, his yeah. band was doing a show that was probably another, five years ago another five, I think, yeah, something edition like of Beef Sign on the Road another edition so, we've, you know we've been we've traveled you yeah. know, we've yes. recorded in Louisville Louisville, Indianapolis, yeah. Indianapolis, Salem, Massachusetts, Mockport, Indiana, Mockport, Indiana, Mockport, that's God. right, Martha's house, wow, Martha, oh, Martha, <laughs> yeah. right. uh, so, uh, God bless her, yes, uh, our other guest on the show today, we do have a special guest today, that's right, our friend Caroline Eckert is here, hello Hi. Caroline, <laughs> hello, Gosh, you, man, you've hello, been the greatest hello. guest as far as staying quiet until this time, welcome <laughs> to, uh, I was going to try to stay quiet until like Adam introduced me, but then I was like, yeah, I don't, that's great, yeah, yeah. Well, we might get to the end of the episode and be like, oh, hey, by the way, I, I was here too. Wow. Like, I forgot. Uh, so, yeah. like, you're, but, uh, Caroline yes, makes me feel like we actually are doing like a real, like a real yeah, show Yeah, that's here. true. Like, I don't relate to anything you're saying. So. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast, by, that's good. Or, uh, well, by the way. I think this will be good to get a, a, um, a George a fresh, Jones outsider. A fresh, uh, a fresh person. Perspective. What you're supposed to say is, oh, thanks, Josh, for having me. And I was dying to chime in the whole time, but uh, I just wanted to be professional. <laughs> so uh, so we have Caroline here for a couple of reasons. For one, uh, uh, we, I wanted to have her on a guest on the show. Uh, but and now it's but also now it's happened. We uh, she is a George Jones novice. 
She, yes. she does not and know she anything. Does not know. She actually, I, I did look, about about George Jones. About, <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. I didn't want to put it that way. I'm sorry. I apologize. Sorry, sorry, I, I, I did not mean to. No, I, uh, yeah, Adam. No. Uh, Adam. Actually, uh, Nick and Adam have not met Caroline until today. So that she's not only is she a George Jones novice, she's also an Adam Durham novice. That, yes. <laughs> so, Which yeah. is and first time podcast guest, po- possibly yes. even more shocking. First time podcast guest, mm-hmm. which is true. This is her first are, podcast. There She's is guest a lot of people oh, ever that do know. So this is a big day. Not, not just Beef Sign podcast, but any podcast. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's a big day for Caroline. It's a big day oh, for Beef yeah. Sign. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, Our third female guest ever. And let's be honest, it's a big day uh, for George true. Jones. Yes. And it, but more importantly, <laughs> sorry, uh, it is a big day for George Jones. For the good old possum. Yep. And I thought, you know, what better way to to educate uh, young Caroline than to bring her on the show and. And share well, the, her, the history. Let her learn of, about some right. great classic country music. I thought, well, here's the thing. You know, we got Adam over here who is, George Jones is like number one to him, you know. Yes. As far as music I mean, artists. Oh, I would, yeah, right. yeah, 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 sure. Yeah. No doubt. Yeah. Okay. I, or, we wouldn't I, be doing this if it wasn't for Adam's yeah. love for George Jones. That is I would true. say, too, because I was actually thinking about this earlier before we started to do this. Mm-hmm. At least if I had to do like, at least like a top five people, mm-hmm. you know, definitely, you know, George would be in the. Top five. Well, see, I'm, mm-hmm. Oh, I see. You're, you're taking away from what I just said. I just said oh. I was number one. Well, he said people. Oh, you, people. You were talking about oh, okay. musicians. Yeah. People, period. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So George Jones is top five people. So what does it go like? Uh, pe- top five people. Uh, Adam's mom. Adam's dad. Yeah. Um, Rick Flair. Rick Flair. <laughs> Stone Cold. George Jones. <laughs> well, not. I mean, I know. Change the order I mean, a little I, bit. No, I mean, no. I mean, I was just thinking. I mean, like just of like you know, just music singers. Oh okay. oh, okay. So he was okay. just talking about okay. musicians. Yeah. So Kid Rock, no George I, Jones. I do like Kid Rock, but Cheryl Crow, <laughs> and anybody who has collaborated yeah. with Kid Rock. Yeah. No. Uh, oh yeah. So uh, we're gonna do. <clears throat> Hank Jr. has too, but uh, we're yeah, gonna that, do a track that, by track on today's episode. Uh, it not necessarily an album track by track, I guess, because we're pulling from all decades of George Jones here. Yeah. Ah yes. So we've got a, we've got a lot to go through. I've got I printed off twenty pages of of information <laughs> we'll see how much we get through yeah uh but yeah I, I, I do we want to just dive right into it uh we might as well yeah, I mean, unfortunately adam we're, there's, we're, unfortunately we're not going to be able to have time for jackass facts today <sighs> hallelujah well so uh but anyway well, uh thank god for that uh but we're we're uh, we're ready to we're ready to dive in. Caroline, are you ready? I think so. Are you ready to learn? <laughs> Caroline, have you ever listened to the Beef Sign podcast? No, I have <laughs> not. No, that's fine. <laughs> I, I was just curious. Just adds to it. I was going to after this though. I'll the go. mystery, well, the mystery God. of what she was getting I into. Was, I was going to say, you yeah. know, if if you had listened to it beforehand, you would probably feel less pressure because then you would know that it's just us acting like jackasses the entire time basically <laughs> but yeah. i did ask uh, i texted caroline a couple days ago and said i got a question this might seem random but a little weird do you know maybe. who george jones is <laughs> and yeah. i wanted your answer to be no just so you know i wasn't trying to f- fool you or something but yeah gotcha. i i was hoping that was what you were gonna say because i'd already planned on asking you to be on the show so anyway all right yeah. so we're all here we're ready to rock and uh tim cannon's not here of course no yeah. of course uh, same in cannon is we're back in here. town we're ready we're gonna hit we're gonna hit the ground running here yeah yeah let's do it yeah let's do it okay so uh before we get into the the real the bio here the the mm-hmm. real uh, mm-hmm. history life story let's let's go through a, let's just play a few tracks here and see what we got now Alrighty. here's one uh, 
Here's a uh, here's one. Let's just let's just play. See what this is here. All right. And don't rock the jukebox. Wanna hear yeah. George Jones? Oh yeah. There he is. My heart ain't pretty. For the Rolling Stones. Alan Jackson. Yeah. Great. Now this is George Jones, right? No, it's Alan Jackson. This is Alan Jackson. Alan Jackson. Oh, I, I thought this was George Jones. <laughs> no. <laughs> Oh, he gosh. said George Jones in the he song. He, 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 er, yeah, let's, let's he does. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but, yeah, but uh, yeah. Here he says his, he says his own name right here. Yeah. Wanna hear George Jones? Yeah. Yeah, but no, he that's not. Yeah, so he's. Just, I thought it was George Jones saying, "I want to, you know, I want to hear George. I want to hear me. Put play, me on the jukebox. Yeah, play my no, stuff." No, sorry, that, that's it's not George Jones. No, that's Alan Jackson. Okay, well, I guess I just, that's one song that. Uh, all my hey, all my research is for nothing here. Toss out the papers. <laughs> we don't need the stuff anyway. Okay, yeah, that's a joke. I knew it was Alan Jackson. Okay. <laughs> I was hoping so there. Uh, yeah, but uh, a great song. Though. Let's, let's hear a little more. Don't Rock the Jukebox, Alan Jackson. He must be a... Uh, good classic country song. It is, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Like it's a, it's like a like steel guitar. Late, like nice. Oh, yeah. Late 80s, early 90s. Yeah. yeah. I will say, I like this better than... A lot of the songs I'm going to play today. Ah, <laughs> uh, come on. Just because, just, just, I mean, you know, I mean, just because half the songs is either, is either sad, drinking stuff, whatever. Yeah, that's but, great. Yeah. Okay, so, so there's, that's Alan Jackson. That's Alan, yeah. Uh, but a tribute, in a way. Yes, a tribute in a way. He to mentioned, now, I, so I, I've compiled a few songs that actually follow the same sort of uh, mentioning oh, of gotcha. George Jones. Yeah. I thought uh, that would be a good way to start. He was okay. quite a country legend, not, he's a, not just to Adam Pointing Durham. to the fact that, yeah. yes. Exactly. He's a, here's another one. Here's a little, uh, here's a little Bocephus. Here's Hank Jr. He mentions him here. Let's listen. Yeah. And I think I know what my father meant when he sang about a lost highway. Yeah. And old George Jones, I'm glad to see is Getting straight. Yeah. Ah. Wayland's Wayland. Okay, so there you go. That's, that's a, oh, yeah, he mentions the best about everybody. But, yeah. yeah, George but, uh, Wayland. And that Johnny. must have been, uh, that's a Hank Williams Jr. All my rowdy friends have settled down. Yeah. Ah, yeah. He said, George Jones, he's finally getting straight. Yeah. He's finally turning straight, you know, mm-hmm. after yeah. all these years. Mm-hmm. Of after all the years of drinking. Being gay. And... Yeah. No. <laughs> Is that not what he means? That's not exactly what he means. No. He said he's, get, he's turning straight. I, he's getting straight. From drinking. Oh, so he, he was only gay when he drank? No. Mm. I mean, we've all been there. You have a few drinks. <laughs> I, somebody, I feel like I've... See somebody I'm from behind, you think, lost, oh, Adam. Help me here. Okay. He's talking about his father. Lost highway. And then here he goes, George Jones. And old George Jones, I'm glad to see. Yeah, from the glad bottle. To see. getting straight. Yeah, from the bottle. Yeah. He's finally getting straight. From the bottle. Oh, well, we know Bocephus wasn't a fan of homosexuality. Yeah, he's he's pretty uh, conservative. <laughs> do, we, do we know that? Oh, we probably. Oh, we can. Yeah. We can I'm, assume. I'm, I'm assuming. It's safe I'm assume. assuming. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, maybe I'm wrong again. <laughs> I would say so. Yes. Wailing, spinning, all right, well, a great song, and but let's move on from that. Uh, okay, so not straight as in sexual orientation. No. He's just straightening up his life. Yeah. His life. Yeah. Yes. He's getting straight from yes. the bottle, as Adam says. Yeah. Okay. Yes. That makes sense. So we yes. uh, so we're led to believe he may have a little bit of a of a problem 
with the bottle. Uh, yeah. Well, huge. I'm, more on huge. that. A huge problem with more the bottle. More on that here momentarily. Yeah. Huge problem. All right. Here's another one coming at you. This is The Judds. Ah. Have mercy. Well, I called you up on the telephone. Yeah. I could hear you was while. playing Hager and John. Merle Hager. I knew right mm. then that there was some. Well, Adam kind of stepped on the line there, but uh, yeah. if you couldn't hear what she ha- said. Haggard and Jones. I heard you were playing Haggard and Jones. Let's yeah. hear it. I saw Merle Haggard in concert. Haggard and Jones. I knew right then that there was Let's hear what she says to say. Something wrong. Oh, oh, another, another hint. Another hint about another hint. George Jones's life and past. Yeah, right. got a singing a cheating song. So George Ooh. Jones must must have some cheating songs. Uh, lots possibility. There's lots. Trust me. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, there's there's that. So we've yes, we're we're learning things already here. Are you are you with us, Caroline? I'm here. I'm with you. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think of George Jones so far? <laughs> I have, I have no clue. All right, so here, this well, next one, she still actually country. hasn't heard any George You're, Jones okay, okay. other than the very Fair beginning enough. of the podcast. Yeah. Because <laughs> you're on playing just like. All right, all right. So here we go. We're gonna play now. This of... one, I apologize for the uh, crudity of the audio on this next song because, mm-hmm. uh, but it was the best I could find. And I don't. This is a group I've never heard of. Silver is the name of the group. And uh, let's see what it sounds like. It's pretty rough, but. Just play anything by George Jones. You ever heard this album? I need to hear a hurting song. Nope, I haven't. It's actually. So this is from 87. I, I don't know if that's right. Maybe 78? Hmm. Probably. Just play maybe maybe 1887? Not that yeah. far. I mean, this is God. Recorded on a wax cylinder. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> they recorded a song about listening to George Jones <laughs> in 1887. Wow. That's right. Really looking into the future. Yeah. yeah no, I've, I've, I've not heard this one. Okay, well. So, I mean, it sounds like a good song. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it you does. Know? Okay, so I like the idea there, but uh, yeah, it's not the best recording. Yeah. Little, or or it's just quality. been uh, somehow... Uh, the quality has been taken away from the yeah, board. Yeah. yeah. Probably came off a record. Okay. Probably uh, so. Yeah. It's hard to. I pulled that off YouTube, so. Oh, nice. not, I wasn't expecting it to be good. I couldn't <laughs> find it anywhere else, actually. So. That's crazy. Uh, okay. And yeah. then uh, let's see. We got. Well, here's one that I love. Well, is, just to, to mention on that song, it talked about play anything by George Jones. Oh. I need to hear a sad song. So, hear, yeah. A hurting again, song. Or a hurting yeah, song. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. again, just alluding to. George Jones is uh, obviously got some. There's some pain in his past. I'm, I'm guessing. Just play anything by George Jones. This is like Adam's theme song. That's true. Need to hear a hurting song. Been crying most yeah. all night long. Okay, yeah. Can't go can't, back home. Can't go back home. All right. Uh, next Sounds up, like a song of heartbreak. This one definitely doesn't mean anything, but I just wanted to play it because I love it and it's fun. So here's a. This is a Tim Wilson. Let's see. Here. George Bush, George Burns, George Jones, George 
Benson. And that's really it. <laughs> <laughs> well, Have bless. you heard that song? That's uh, Tim Wilson. The George is on my mind. That's a two minutes and 14 seconds of him of, naming of him Georges. Naming Georges. Oh, famous Georges. Famous yeah. Georges yeah. Uh, he does mention, Nick, I would say, uh, who we mentioned in the last episode, George Hamilton. Oh, yeah. George Hamilton. Good. Good. <laughs> Does he mention... Uh, Which you referenced... Uh, George Washington, though? You probably don't remember that. But. I don't remember what... In, what, in reference uh, to Hamilton Hall, where Jeremy got married. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. It was named after George Hamilton. Uh, yeah. So... The, the, or, uh, does he mention uh, George Washington? Uh, he does. Okay. I th- one of my... Here's, here's my favorite part of the whole song right here I'm going to play. Oh, Lord. This is... Uh, George Goble, George Michael, George Foreman, Chuck George, a guy you used to go to high school with, Georgetown, George Nashville. Yeah, that's it. Okay. That's good. Uh, anyway. But yeah, he, well, George Jones, I will say about this song, he's third on the list. Let's, George I'm going to start it over. Bush, George, George Bush. Barnard. And then right here. George Jones. Yep. There you go. So there it is. Uh, all right. Three. He also and mentions George Michael. Who is the person I picked for my favorite Michael? Lots of connection That's between right. <laughs> this podcast and wow. that song. So uh, just throwing that out there. Yes. Uh, and then here we go. I'm going to put on, I, I will only make you sit through one more of these, Adam. Uh, this All is right. Shooter Jennings, one that I really like, actually. There it is. Now that's uh, that is Waylon Jennings' son, Shooter yes. Jennings. Mm-hmm. Adam's, uh, I believe, a, a fan of his. I like. I am actually have that album. Yeah. yeah. So were were Waylon Jennings and George Jones friends? Oh, I, oh yeah. Oh yes. Oh, oh that, yeah. They actually, yeah. <laughs> believe it or not, Nick. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Him Let's and uh, Waylon uh, <laughs> uh, you know, lived done a few songs together. No, they actually songs did. together. Yeah. I think I have a song yeah. by them both. They did it. They have done two albums together. Oh wow! There, there okay. you go. There you yeah, go. there you go. All right, are we ready to get into the the, <laughs> the actual George Jones yeah. music? <laughs> the actual stuff. The, yes. the meat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, if you tuned it, if you are a George Jones fan and you're listening to the show, uh, thank you very much for that. Yeah. Thanks for <laughs> sitting through that. Yeah. <laughs> now we're now we're on. Thank yes. you for sitting through the whole episode. Yes. <laughs> That's right. Uh, yes. We'll see y'all next time. Thanks yeah. for listening. Thanks for listening. Yeah. <laughs> and also too for you know maybe anybody yeah. new. Review that, uh, and uh, could be a, listening to the podcast rate and review today. on iTunes. That's right. You know that is uh, actually not a joke. Rate and review on iTunes. Yeah, do, do rate and review on iTunes. Yes, please. I think I've been the only person to rate. But yeah, oh. possibly. But, but yeah, yeah. Like I was saying though, when my uh, band's album was on iTunes, Adam rated it and gave it four stars instead of five. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you do that? That's just kind of how I was feeling. About it, you know? I, mean, I wasn't going to lie. That's how you felt. Okay. No, I, All right. Fair enough. It's no George Jones. All right, here we go, people. All right. Johnny Cash. The Man in Black. Mm. Is that... Oh, darn it. I got the report on the wrong person. You <laughs> printed off all those, all those sheets okay. for nothing. Johnny Cash. Here we go. Caroline, familiar with Johnny Cash. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. Go One person I'm going to know. Uh, so Johnny Cash, he had a stock answer to that often asked question, who is your favorite singer? And he, te- he, he said, you mean apart from George Jones? Nice. Yeah. So that, there, that's, you uh, there you and, go. And uh, there you go. That's Johnny Cash. Uh, Frank Sinatra. Mm-hmm. Old Blue Eyes. Old Blue Eyes. Yes. He called him, George Jones, he called him the second best 
white singer in America. <laughs> nice. <laughs> who, uh, who, who's the first, Adam? I have no idea. Is, is he referring to himself? I believe he would be referring to himself. Yeah. That's right. Probably, yeah. And he has also been called Honky Tonk's Greatest Honky. <laughs> Uh, okay. So, yeah. Nice. All right. Well, let's, uh, George. <clears throat> okay. Ready? Yes. Mm-hmm. Ready? I think so. I'm going to lay down the facts. You may need to go to the bathroom before you start. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, Beef Sign Podcast. This is the George Jones Tribute Special. Yes. And, uh, now it begins. George Glenn Jones. Uh uh-huh. Maybe I'll have you read some of this, Nick. Okay. Uh, George Glenn Jones. Here we go. He's born on September the 12th, 1931. Yep. In Saratoga, Texas. And was raised in Colmsdenil, Texas. Colmsdenil? Anyway. Uh, with his brother and five sisters. Ooh. Big family. His father, George Washington Jones. Ah. There you go. See? George Washington yeah. Jones. He worked in a shipyard and he played harmonica and guitar. While his mother, Clara, played piano in the Pentecostal church on Sundays. During his delivery, one of the doctors dropped George Jones and broke his arm. <laughs> oh, jeez. Lord. <laughs> so, I'll do a good start there. <laughs> Dang. All right. Okay. Uh, when he was jeez. seven years old, and we're going to jump ahead a little bit, slightly, yeah. from birth to seven. Uh, when he's seven, his parents bought a radio and he heard country music for the first time. Ooh. Jones recalled that he would lie in bed with his parents on a Saturday nights on Saturday nights listening to the Grand Old Opry and insist that his mother wake him if he fell asleep so he could hear Roy Acuff or Bill Monroe. Uh, Bill Bill Monroe, the 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 father, the of, father of, of bluegrass. bluegrass. Yeah. yeah, bluegrass. There yep. you go. So, uh, by the way, uh, all this everything I'm reading here could be found very easily on Wikipedia. But <laughs> Exactly. If you want to do your own George Jones research, yeah, this is not could. this. I definitely did not uh, write any of this myself, but yeah, I did. I did edit it. I did do a lot of copying and pasting. That's good. And okay. I did cut some things out that I felt like weren't necessary. Yeah. So anyway, but you know, I thought about this too. Our listeners, if you're there, <laughs> probably most of them aren't going to go out uh, do this uh, reading on their own. So That's I'll true, read yeah. it to you. It's kind of like an audio book. Yeah. Exactly. George Jones. <laughs> Uh, in his autobiography, I live to tell it all. You read that, Adam? Uh, no, but but actually, I do have a shirt uh, that um, I have that uh, from, from one of my uncles had went to hmm. one of his concerts in Louisville. Uh, oh yeah, years ago, and uh, of course, my grandma that's passed away now. You know, I mean, uh, she actually gave me that shirt a while Jeez, back. Nice. So. Adam, by the way, I, I don't want to uh, overlook the fact that you're wearing a George Jones T-shirt right now. Yes. Of course. And yes. you have your George Jones coffee mug. Yes. Right. Fr- from which he is drinking Jim Beam and soda. Yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> appropriately. Right. Yeah. Little whiskey. Yeah. All right. It's Well, it's it's in a can. So what, is, what is your I don't know what, that what is. does your mug say on it? Well, this is what it says. Jim Beam in a can. Jim Beam. George Jones, Cola. original American badass, of course. Oh, what bourbon, whiskey, and cola. So this is no show country. And then, of course, then, you know, then his museum. <coughs> yeah. Done in Nashville. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Uh, George, uh, in his autobiography, he explains the early death of his sister, Ethel, 
And that spurred on his father's drinking problem. And by all accounts, George Washington, his father, Jones, George Washington Jones, could be physically and emotionally abusive to his wife and children when he drank. In the book, George Jones, The Life and Times of a Honky Tonk Legend. That's a long title. That is a long title. (laughs) Bob Allen, I'm guessing is the author. He recounts how George Washington Jones would return home in the middle of the night with his cronies, roaring drunk. They'd wake up a terrified George Glenn Jones and demand that he sing for them or face a beating. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, Country music historian Robert K. Orman marveled. You would think that it would make him not a singer because it was so abusively thrust on him, but the opposite happened. He became a chronic singer. He became someone who had to sing. In the same program, Jones admitted that he remained ambivalent. Am- ambivalent? Ambivalent. <laughs> I don't know. Some good. Some, good. Ambivalent and some, resentful. Some of those big, big hard words there. Big yeah. hard words. Oh, man. <laughs> I like those big hard words. Uh, okay. Remain ambivalent and... Re- <laughs> what? What you just said. Big... Never mind. Ambivalent and resentful towards his father up until the day he died. And observed in his autobiography, the Jones family makeup doesn't sit well with liquor. Daddy was an unusual drinker. He drank to excess, but never while working. And he probably was the hardest working man I've ever known. His father bought him his first guitar at age nine, and he learned his first chords and songs at church. And there are several photographs of a lung, uh, a lung George, a young George busking on the streets of Beaumont. Beaumont. Hmm? Beaumont. Beaumont. Yeah. Is that in Texas? Yes, oh that's my. in Texas. Okay. All right, so then at 16 <laughs> years old, he he left home and went to Jasper, Texas. Ah. Uh-huh. I can't pronounce that correctly. Yes. <laughs> Where he sang and played on the KTXJ radio station with fellow musician Dalton Henderson. From there, he worked at the KRIC radio station during one such afternoon show. Oh, during one such afternoon show, Jones met his idol, Hank Williams. Ah. Uh-huh. Uh, yes, so Hank Sr. Yeah. Hank Sr. I just stared, Jones admitted. I couldn't wait for his next record to come out. He had to be really the greatest. He had to be. That was, uh, and if you want to hear Hank Williams, you're on the wrong show. That's right. Because I'm not playing. (laughs) All right. Uh, Okay, so then he married his first wife, Dorothy Bonvillian, in 1950. That's an interesting name. Gosh, 1950. So he was 19. You are correct, I believe. Or around there. Uh, Yeah. Okay, so then uh, he married Dorothy, but then they divorced in 1951. Well, married for a year. Didn't, didn't last too long. Gosh. No, nope, that's... That's a lot shorter than Adam's marriage. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> it's true. Okay. Uh, mine, mine, he was enlisted. Yeah, mine was too long anyway. Oh, well, see, Adam, you, Adam wishes. He's jealous of George and Dorothy. Yeah. Damn. He was enlisted in the United States Marines <laughs> until his discharge in 1953. He was stationed in San Jose, California, for his entire service. Uh, then he got married again. He married Sher- Shirley Ann Corley in 1954. Marriage number two. There you go. His first record, the self-pinned No Money in This Deal, was recorded on January 19th and appeared in February on Star Day Records, beginning the Singers Association with producer and mentor H.W. Pappy Daly. 
That's a Pappy. That's a, a good name yeah. for an old country producer. Is this yeah. already getting boring, Carolina? I just no. Okay. I just don't know anything. So I'm just <laughs> <laughs> she's just like I said on our, you know, on the phone. You know, she's pretty much just you know, just this is just a little just ba- here. A little fill, little yeah. backstory. For yeah. The, yeah. yeah, and then we'll get to the we'll just to here the, for the ride. The good stuff in the, yeah. and some of the music here momentarily. Uh, Adam, have you learned anything yet? I mean, half the stuff, I mean, I've already known anyway. Oh, yeah. I mean, Adam told me on the phone earlier, he said that uh, he was going to get on uh, Wikipedia and look up some stuff, but Which, I mean, I did. I just didn't get a chance to get it to go anywhere he was to gonna get print it printed it. out. He's I gonna, did. Yeah. Adam's homework. So you did. You yeah. You did. I did okay, nothing. So, yeah, that's okay. <laughs> you, you had no uh, assignments. Yeah. So, good. Good. Uh, so the, the song, uh, let's see. His first record, No Money in This Deal. I don't have that. That's all right. Yeah. Uh, the song is cut and started Records co founders, uh, Jack, oh, Jack Starnes. There's a lot of names in here. I really, they really don't mean anything to me. Yeah. Uh, it was cut in a living room and produced by Starnes. Much like we are in a living room uh, so recording this maybe podcast. Maybe that's why I put this in here. Because, uh, <laughs> there you go. That we are, uh, much like Beef Sign Podcast, yeah. recorded in a living room. Yes. Most of the time. Uh, let's see. So then uh, Jones also worked at the KTRM in Beaumont around this time. And Jones acquired the nickname Possum uh-huh. while yep. working there. Oh, yeah. That's right. One of the DJs there, Slim Watts, took to calling him George P. Wickler Picklepuss Possum Jones. <laughs> For one thing, he had his hair cut short. Like a possum's belly. He had a possum's nose and stupid eyes like a possum. <laughs> there you go. What a, what a lovely nickname. Yeah, the possum. Yep. George P. Wickler Picklepuss Possum Jones. There you go. Uh, wow. All that I didn't know. I mean, d- I mean during his early. The possum, that's, that's, see, look, we, we're learning. That's good uh, enough for me. During his early recording sessions. Daly admonished Jones for attempting to sound too much like his heroes, Hank Williams and Lefty Frizzell. In later years, Jones would have a uh, would have little good to say about the music production at, at Starday, recalling to NPR in 96, it was a terrible sound. We recorded in a small living room on a house uh, near a highway in Beaumont. You could hear the trucks. We had a lot of, uh, let's see, he said we had a lot of, we had to stop a lot of times because it wasn't soundproof. It was just egg crates nailed on the wall, and big old semi-trucks would go by and make a lot of noise. We'd have to start over again. Ooh. All right, here we go. I got, yes. I got something for you now. Here we go. All right. Uh, we, gosh dang it. We're, um, uh, has Jones's first hit. Uh, I've got it here. I think I know which one. Can we, can we have Adam guess what Jones's first yeah, let's hit, do it. hit is? Yeah. What, what do you think okay. Jones's first hit is? I'm going to say it's uh, Why Baby Why. Oh, my gosh. Adam Durham, you win the prize. You can't, you can't put any George Jones past this guy. Why Baby Why. Tell me why, baby, why, baby. Why, baby, why you make me cry, baby, cry, baby. Cry, baby, That's cry. Right. Jones's first hit came with Why Baby Why. I can't help but love you till the day that I die. So tell me why, baby, why, baby. Why, baby, why. why? Let's see. I got, I've, I've heard this one before. Uh, this is a country standard, actually. He didn't write this. Oh, but no. oh no, I'm sorry. No, he did. Didn't, didn't he? 
I want to say yeah. Well, maybe I don't. Oh, it's become it's gone to become a country standard. And ah. It's been covered by many artists. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. So the recording session for Why Baby Why took place in Houston, Texas's Gold Star Studios. Oh, there we go. It's also where they serve Gold Star Chili. Nick, I'm gonna. I, I would be lying if I didn't say when I typed that up earlier. I didn't expect one of us to make that joke. So, ah, well, or, or too thanks damn. for taking the bait. Too damn predictable. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Well. And a, a, what do you think? Gold there's star some stuff. I'm learning. Gold star or skyline. Let's. Gold yeah. star chili. Skyline I don't know chili. that I've ever had gold star chili. I haven't had gold star. So yeah. They used to have a gold star chili in the River Falls Mall. Oh, oh that's right. Yes, they did. They it's did. Gold Star Chili. In the I River was. Falls Mall. Uh, if I was at the River Falls Mall eating, I was going to Sabaro. Oh uh, well, that's so, <laughs> you know the good old pizza place. Yes. <laughs> now River. Wait, they had that. Uh, that they had that pizza place. I think it was called something with an L. Lalo Lalo's or something. They had the, the, they had the pepperoni stuffed breadsticks. Oh yeah, that does Man, sound familiar. Caroline, what are your thoughts? Yeah, thoughts on. Sabaros, Pe- pepperoni stuffed breadsticks. <laughs> pepperoni stuffed breadsticks. I've never had one before. No, I know oh. Caroline's never I don't been to anywhere. Yeah, Caroline's never been to, never been to uh, Skyline Chili. Mm-hmm. I don't like oh, chili though. Gotcha. So. Oh, well, there you go. Well, How about Gold go, Star right? Chili? You ever been to a Gold Star Chili? No, I didn't know that was a thing. Never. Yeah, I don't know, know where that's. I don't know if there's based out many around here. I think it's. I think it's I ma- based out of Cincinnati as well. Okay, well then, yeah, I think because I've seen. I was going to say I've seen them in Cincinnati. Yeah. Alongside the, that's just the two, two uh, okay. competing. Could be the lesser than. Yeah, I don't know, but I hate okay. to say that. I'm sure it's it, good. It, it might be better. Who knows? Yeah. If I remember, uh, as far as I remember, I like them both. So, so there actually, Caroline, you you had Caroline come to join the podcast because she doesn't know anything about George Jones and she doesn't know anything about Gold Star Chili. Though, those was the two prerequisites. So that's there it. we go, right there. That's the. <laughs> Because we didn't uh, tell Adam, big... we didn't tell Adam, but this is actually a dual tribute recording. <laughs> it's a tribute to George Jones and a tribute to Gold Star Chili. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I've got thirty pages that I printed out about Gold Star Chili facts mm-hmm. that we're going to read here after. <laughs> okay. no, just kidding. There you go. Okay. These are all my Gold Fun, Star Chili. Yeah. Facts. Go ahead and. Uh, uh, so I, I'm, I, just, I'm, I just handed you do those for the for the sound effect. Oh, I'm right, gonna get my. Get my gold star chili information ready. <laughs> oh, Lord. Okay. All right. Uh, let's see. Here we go. What are, uh, why, baby, why? So, wait. Did we hear enough of why, baby, why? We need to hear more. Here's why, baby, why. This is from 1955. Yep. There you go. Yes. Thank you. So good. Okay. You get the idea. Oh, In yeah. 1955, well... That was the year that, uh, you know, Marty went back to the. To the oh, that's true. Yeah, that's uh, it's a year of the Great Hole Valley Lightning Storm. That's true, and the uh, Enchantment uh, Under the Sea <laughs> dance. <laughs> All right, okay. okay Adam's that. Enough of your Back to the Future bullshit. Yeah, Adam's <laughs> ready to move on. Yeah. Okay, uh, the that same year. Aside from the Enchantment Under the Sea dance. Uh, Jones, uh, no, wait. Uh, while touring as a cast member of the Louisiana Hayride, oh, yeah, wow. I, actually, I did have a CD of, of, what is of that? that one time. It, it's just kind of like an old, like 
you know, like, or like, like it's kind of like an old show that they had, you know, oh, okay. back in sort of like a country variety show. He was like touring as a cast yeah. member of the yeah, okay, something okay. like that. Yeah. Oh, okay. I see. Well, this actually, I should have just kept reading. I guess yeah. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Jones met and played shows with Elvis Presley and Johnny Cash. Oh, there you go. Oh, there there you, know go. Those you know both of those people. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we're getting somewhere. Now uh, we're cooking. Okay. I didn't. Uh, this is a quote. I didn't get to know him that well. Jones said. In reference to Elvis. Okay. Yes. Uh, he stayed pretty much with his friends around him in his dressing room. Nobody seemed to get around him much any length of time to talk to him. So. Well. Didn't get a... Uh, J- uh, Jones would, however, remain a lifelong friend of Johnny Cash. There you go. Oh, there yeah. You go. And Jones was invited to sing at the Grand Old Opry in 1956. Ooh. Mm-hmm. The next year. Mm-hmm. So then, uh, but... Back to Elvis Presley, uh, with Presley's explosion in popularity in 1956, pressure was put on Jones to cut a few rockabilly sides, and he reluctantly agreed. Interesting. His heart was never in it, however, and he quickly regretted the decision. Did you? Were you aware of this? I was not, no. no. I wasn't either. In his autobiography, he joked, During the years when I've encountered those records, I've used them for Frisbees. <laughs> he explained, I was desperate. When you're hungry... A poor man with a house full of kids, you're going to do some things you ordinarily wouldn't do. I said, well, hell, I'll try anything once. Uh, let's see. <laughs> so then he tried. I've, I've got a, I've got a, something here. We have well, let's see. One. First he did, uh, he tried Dad Gummit, How Come It. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> I don't have that one. Uh, and then he tried a song called Rocket. Let's see. Oh, his quote is, uh, I tried Dad Gummit, How Come It, and Rocket, a bunch of shit. I didn't want my oh. name. I didn't want my name hey. on the rock and roll thing, so I told him to put Thumper Jones on it. And if it that did was something, the other nickname that was the other nickname that I saw this morning. <laughs> that was the other. So right he said, there. if it yeah, put put Thumper Jones on it, and if it did something good, and if it didn't, hell, I didn't want to be shamed with it. <laughs> Jones went on to say he unsuccessfully attempted to buy all the masters to keep the cuts from surfacing later, no, uh, which he was unsuccessful. Exactly. Because, uh, because we got some. They did. They surfaced right here. This is Rocket. This is... Well, I'm going I've never heard this one. Calvary, wanna bop to every song. I'm gonna rock, rock, rock my blues away. We'll rock them all yeah. night long. Mm-hmm. I need rocket. I mean, right, right away, this is... Pretty much. You can tell it's rockabilly type stuff. Yeah, it's just yeah. it's a very, very much an Elvis. Oh yeah, take off. Oh yeah, whatever. Going for that that Elvis sound. I'll just play like his voice is like he's doing something different with his voice too. Yeah, definitely. Well, that plus he's a lot younger. Well, that's true. But. He is. Yeah. Well, anyway, so that was his attempt at, at rock and roll. Yeah. But he's never never into it. Never into it, yeah. Which, in a way, I'm kind of glad. I mean, this could be this could be any Elvis song from yeah. that era. Yeah, that's true. If, you know, same difference. Whoa. Anyway, so that's that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, let's see. So then we're going to move up to the next year in 1957. Uh, Jones moved to Mercury and teamed up uh, teamed up with singer Jeanette Hicks, the first of several duet partners he would have over the years. Starday Records merged with Mercury that same year, and Jones scored high marks on the charts with his debut Mercury release of "Don't Stop the Music," uh-huh. which that's the song that was playing as we were coming in. 
Oh, well, there please you go. don't stop them. Please don't stop the music. Yeah, that's yeah, it, right? That's that it. one. Yeah. And the, the Rihanna is a Rihanna that covers it. No. Yeah. No. The village people they have, or that's don't stop the music. Or that's no. can't stop the music. Yeah. I don't yeah. Know. I'm not sure. Uh, probably not the same song. But no. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, Jones was traveling the blacktopped roads in a 1940s Packard. I don't know what the what a Packard is. I am not, I'm not, not familiar with that sure. vehicle, that automobile. Some, some kind of car. Yeah. But he uh, it was a 1940s Packard with his name and phone number. Maybe it means a Hewlett Packard. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, and now, okay, now now I know what you're talking about because um, on uh, like the back part of the booklet uh, from the Choices album, there is a picture of him. Where, like where he's standing by that car with his name and number. It had his f- name and phone number emblazoned on the side. Yes. Yep. S- smart just, marketing. There you go. Just now. Adam, if you ever that. if you ever get another car, you should do that. There we go. They, exactly. they didn't have that at the George the Jones name. Museum. They didn't no, have that car down no, there. No, they didn't. No, I mean they had a lot of stuff, but they that, yeah. a lot of stuff. Maybe that car is things, no it's, more. It's, yeah, probably definitely. Uh, so Rest, the, I'm sure by now. So he was driving around with his name and phone number on a car. Yeah, you don't see that yeah. too much. No, you don't. I guess you do for businesses. Well, like yeah, the, the plumber yeah. whose name is his number. That's right. No. Is that uh, Tom, Tom Drexler? Tom Drexler. Yeah. That's right. Tom Drexler. <laughs> there we go. So Tom Drexler following George Jones's lead. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Although he was garnering a lot of attention and his singles were making uh, respectable showings on the charts, Jones was still playing the quote blood bucket circuit of honky tonks that dotted the rural countryside i don't exactly know what the what what the blood bucket the blood bucket huh i don't know why that why that nickname is is what it is i don't know we could I just, couldn't tell you i didn't look that up i'll i'll wikipedia that while you're uh, yeah <clears throat> yeah look that up for us nick and, and, and in the meantime we're gonna get to a, a, a song that i do really like actually yeah this is uh from 1959 Let's do it. Where, did, where is it? Oh, okay. There it is. Oh, yeah. I was actually going to think this about buying uh, some uh, white lightning uh, or, or, uh, or moonshine instead of uh, what I bought to drink. Oh, you were going to bring moonshine to drink? I was, yeah. This is a... F- yeah. This is Shh. Ooh, white, white lightning. lightning. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so this is uh, his first number one Billboard country chart. Oh, yeah. right here. Uh, yes, it is. The first number one on the country charts from 1959, White Lightning. White, white Lightning. Now, uh, now the I, main thing that I love about that song is just the old time piano. Oh, that is good. Now, ironically, it says this song, uh, this is a more authentic rock and roll sound. Then his half-hearted rockabilly cuts. Ah. Well, oh, uh, yeah. Yes. Which I would say, yeah, this kinda does kind of fit into that same... It does. Like, yeah. if you if you told me this was like a Jerry Lee Lewis song, you you know, it, it, I would believe For you. sure, yeah. I mean, not with that voice, but... I could not find anything about blood, bu- blood bucket honky-tonks, by the way. Oh, well, ah, well, oh. There evidently is a country song called Honky Tonk Blood, and that's all that seems to want to come up when I yeah. Google it. Oh, boy. Adam's opening his can of white lightning. Pop Popping up another white lightning. Yes. Yeah. Now, my grandmother, she has a, uh, a live George Jones concert video, and I always enjoyed watching him do this song. Yeah. It's white lightning. <laughs> yeah. So, 
Uh, let's see. Johnny Cash insisted George Jones would have been a really hot rockabilly artist if he'd approached it from that angle. Well, he was, really, but never got the credit for it. Ah. And White Lightning was written by J.P. Richardson. You know who that is? I do not. It's the Big Bopper. Ah. Okay. Better known as the Big Bopper. And no wonder it has that, that kind song. of sound. There you go. Yeah. Uh, he said uh, George Jones confessed that he showed up for the recording session. Oh, this is this gets a little hairy here. Showed up for the recording <laughs> session to do White Lightning under the influence of a great deal of alcohol, and it took him approximately eighty takes. Oh wow! Just to record Ooh-wee. his vocals. Okay. Now. Wow. <clears throat> Another fun fact (laughs) (laughs) reference to that. Uh, Buddy Killen. Buddy Killen. He played upright bass on the recording. He was reported as having several uh, severely blistered fingers from having to play his bass part 80 times. Yeah, because that's a a pretty... Hell yeah! I mean, oh my God. Geez, you know, eventually, I mean, you know, I mean, if I was if I was him, I would have said to hell with him. I'm not playing no fun Yeah. Okay, so then uh, it says, Killen not only threatened to quit this session, but also threatened to physically harm Jones for the painful consequences of Jones's drinking. Damn. Yeah. Uh, that, that reminds me of a, a story about the Smashing Pumpkins. Yeah. That when they were recording their album Siamese Dream, uh, their drummer like went on a bender because he was a, a, a drug addict mm-hmm. at the time. He has now since cleaned up. But he went on oh, a bender and was gone for like three or four days. They, did, they didn't know where he was. And they almost got to the point where they thought that he probably was it's, dead somewhere. Yeah. And then all kind of a sudden... The same thing with George here. I mean, like, you know, some some days he would... You know, be drinking so much, and you know nobody would know. Yeah, so they uh, yeah. they are like in the studio, and all of a sudden he just walks in, like you know, out of nowhere, like nothing's going on. And so they were recording a song. I don't remember which song it was, and the uh, was it Butch Vig, the famous grunge uh, yeah, music yeah. producer. He was producing that album, and he was like saying to Billy Corgan, you know, there's no way he's gonna be able to play. He's too strung out. And Billy Corgan said, well, let's just have him try it. And he did it in one take. And I said it was perfect. And Butch Vig was like, I, you know, I think we got it. And Billy Corgan said, no, we're going to make him play this for the rest of the day as payback for him being gone. <laughs> so he evidently they had they did take after take after take. And they kept the very first one that he did. But he just wanted to make him play it over and over again because he was pissed at him. <laughs> wow. Well, funny you say that, Nick. I've got some more information about that. Uh, and Similarly. Uh, Pappy Daly, their producer, uh, says ultimately producer Pappy Daly opted to use the first take of the song. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> even though, even though Jones flubs the word slug, um, and it says Jones would uh, intentionally mimic this mistake in live performances and subsequent re-recordings of the song. Uh, so it says former Stardate president Don Pierce later explained to Jones's biographer Bob Allen. We tried doing the song again, but it was never as good as that first time. So we just released it that way. So very similar. There you go. Yeah. And Adam's trying to get ahead of me here with uh, with my information. So <laughs> we better move on. Talking about uh, talking about uh, not showing up for stuff. Oh yeah, there you go. Okay. <clears throat> hence the hence the uh, back of the 
the mug here. Yeah. Oh yeah. So anyway, Mike no, White No Light, Show Country. Yeah. White Lightning. That is a good. That's a fun song. Do so like is that why it's called No Show Country? Because he doesn't show up for stuff. Um, pretty much. Yeah. Now my fifth grade health teacher, uh, Mr. Frazier, he used to call me White Lightning. I never knew what that meant. <laughs> huh. It's an odd thing to call a uh, ten-year-old, yeah. <laughs> but he yeah. did. Yeah, he did. Okay. Wow. Uh, anyway, I think uh, it, I don't know. What, uh, there's some joke there. But, your eleventh yeah. grade history teacher called you kicking the ass insert. That's right. Probably <laughs> similar <laughs> my uh, mentality. Of yeah. What I thought about. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see. 80, 80 tracks. Eighty takes. Nice. Ooh. There you go. And they use the first one. Okay. One aspect of Jones's early career is often overlooked as his as his success as a songwriter. He wrote or co-wrote many of his biggest hits during this period, several of which have become standards, like "Window Up Above" and "Seasons of My Heart." Uh, I'm not going to read all this. Just one more. Got to be my baby. Don't stop the music. Okay. He did like songs for uh, Loretta Lynn, Elvis Costello. It's been done. He did songs for Elvis Costello? He uh, was covered by, I guess. Oh, gotcha. The Color of Blues, covered mm-hmm. by Loretta Lynn and Elvis Costello. Nice. Yep. So maybe, I don't know, did he do that song or just wrote it? The uh, Color of the Blues, yeah, he did. Oh, okay. He Are did. you familiar with Loretta Lynn or Elvis Costello, Caroline? No. <laughs> no. Well, uh, Loretta, my grandma's name. That's true. No relation. <laughs> no. Uh, okay, here we go. Jones signed with United Artists in 1962 and immediately scored one of the biggest hits of his career. I keep doing this where I have the volume down and then I... Uh, there we go. Let's try it. Yeah, there it is. I've heard one Mr. Adam Durham karaoke to this song many a time. Countless, t- countless times. Ask a friend about his voice had grown noticeably deeper during this period, and he began cultivating the singing style that became unique, uniquely his own. Jones was also well on his way to gaining reputation as a notorious Hellraiser. Oh, exactly. Boy, this is just this, this song. This song just screams Hellraiser. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Now there's even now actually there's like a funny version of Just this song that someone did of this, but or instead of it, instead of it titled you know she thinks I still care, it, uh, the song is titled she thinks I steal cars. <laughs> she thinks I steal cars. cars. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, I don't know who does that. Interesting. Like Pinky and Boward. That's like oh, okay. yeah. yeah. Pinkerton Bowden. Some, yeah, yeah. Probably, yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't have that, unfortunately. Yeah. She thinks I still care. Yeah, that is nice, though. I do like this one. That's good. This is a good, it's a good song. It's sort of like that, that crooner sound, I feel like, that you think of with George Jones. And, and, he, and he does have, like like they say, his voice has grown noticeably deeper. It, it is, we get more into this era of, like, this sound. Yeah, yeah. Which he kind of yeah. kept them from. Okay, so let's see. What what else do we say about uh, him being a Hellraiser in his uh, Merle Haggard? Here we go. Merle the Pirate. Yep. Merle Haggard recalls. Calls. Merle the Pirate. All right. Uh, Merle Haggard. He recalls that uh, I lost my place. 
I met him at Blackboard Cafe in Bakersfield, California, which was the place to go in 1961. He was already famous for not showing up or showing up drunk, and he showed up drunk. I was on stage, I think I was singing Marty Robbins' Devil Woman, and he kicked the doors of the office open and said, Who the fuck is that? It was one of the greatest compliments of my entire life when George Jones said I was his favorite country singer. In 1967, I released a ballad called I Threw Away the Rose, and he was so impressed, he actually jumped ship and left his tour, rented a Learjet, and came to Amarillo, Texas. He told me my low note changed his life. Uh Uh-huh. Oh. So we're getting into some... That's the Hellraiser story, I guess. Oh. Yeah. And uh, let's see. On tour, Jones was always backed by the Jones Boys. Yes. And the Jones worked with many musicians who were great talents in their own right. In the Mm -hmm. 1980s and 90s, bass player Ron Gaddis served as the Jones Boys band leader and sang harmony with Jones in concert. Yep. Uh, Lori Morgan... Mm-hmm. You know, Lori, you know, you know, Lori Morgan, Caroline. No. No, I'm, I'm right there with you. Caroline. Okay, <laughs> there is Nick. So, yeah. Lori Morgan, who married Gaddis, ah. the bass player, uh, also toured as backup singer for Jones in the late '70s and early '80s. Yep. Johnny Paycheck. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. He was the Jones Boys bass player in the 1960s, uh-huh. before going on to his own stardom in the 1970s. Yep. Which he's actually not, or uh, he's actually buried not too far from where, uh, from where George is at down. From in where the old possums <laughs> buried. I'm, I'm just sharing the information. Just, like you said that, I was like, I feel like there was some episode of this show where we, no, where I somebody about, you're no, talking I about Johnny about Paychecks. It. A grave and somebody. No, goes, I talked about it. Johnny on... Paycheck is dead. Oh my god! <laughs> no, I, no, 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 no. I talked about that when I was down at Nashville when I was oh, doing okay. my Facebook Live. Oh, okay, okay. That's, oh, yeah. maybe, maybe I said that. you did. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, yeah, you did. It was yes. Adam's yeah, Facebook Live feed. Yeah, <laughs> and he's like, "Here's all, here's one. a Johnny Paycheck's um, grave site. Um, we're visiting not it." Too far, yeah, and I too said, from... "Johnny Paycheck is dead." No. <laughs> <laughs> Which actually the possum had to pay for his uh, funeral. He paid for Johnny Paycheck's funeral. Yes, hell yes, he did. Well, that's, I don't hmm. know if that, that's ironic. It does, it does <laughs> seem odd, yeah. yeah. It's odd, but I mean, you know. Well, you said he had it. to pay for it. Like, No, I mean, he just, paid he, it. Yeah. He just did because, he just did, yeah, because Johnny friends. Or, yeah, well, that plus I guess Johnny really didn't have any, he did, he, anything. He died without up. any money. Mm, I yeah, guess, like yeah. It was more, more of a... George's paycheck. Paying, yeah. Paying Pretty for much, the, yeah. Paying for the funeral. Mm. Yeah. Okay. But, uh, Johnny well. bounce check. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That was, see, that was it. I couldn't, like, I was, I was like, I don't quite have this joke, but, but whatever. No, that was it. Thank you, Nick. <laughs> and that's why you're, you're, that, you're welcome. And that's why Nick is here. That's right. <laughs> All right. I'll see you all later. <laughs> Have a good night. I did, I did my part of the script. In 1964, Pappy Daly secured a new contract with Musicor Records. For the rest of the 1960s, Jones would score only one number one, which was uh, Walk Through This World With Me, hmm. which we will not be hearing. But he practically owned the country music charts throughout the decade. But that one's a good so yeah, song. Yeah, a lot of hits, just not very yeah. many number one yeah. hits. But, yeah, I guess, but, but I guess so. that is a good song, though, too. For the rest of the... Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hmm. So, okay. Well, there oh, you go. Boy. I did oh, see Merle Haggard in concert, um, like, the year before he died. 
So yeah, I would love to uh, love to love to had done that. He he was one of the headliners of the um, the Owensboro Romp Festival, which is the the bluegrass festival in Owensboro. Oh wow! And even though he's not really bluegrass, they have quite a few people who aren't like really bluegrass. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he was one of the headliners, and so wow. got to see him. And then like a year later is when he passed away. Passed away. Yep. Oh, another wow. thing about she thinks I still care. Before we move on to the next song. Uh, it was released in 62 on a seven inch single. And uh, let's see. Jones first heard the song when Jack Clement played it for him. The song had been written by Dickie Lee and Steve Duffy, two professional songwriters under contract to Clement's publishing company. So Clement was eager for Jones to record it. Said, according to Alan, I love these quotes, but that's what I, yeah. <laughs> according to Alan, Jones had little interest responding. I don't like it too much. It's got too many dams just because is in it. Too many damn just because is in it. <laughs> Let's see if that is that true. Just because this is like every every like chunk of verse starts with just because. Yeah, I guess that's what it has to. And just because it's got too many damn just because is in it. I don't think nobody really wants to hear that shit, do you? I do. <laughs> That's what he said. You asshole, you. That's what he said. Well, That's piss cool. on him. Piss on George Jones? This no, is George guy, Jones. No, the guy. George Jones says that. George Jones said that. What? He you didn't want said, to record the song. You just said piss on George Jones. Sorry, I, I thought it was some. Thought it was, I thought someone else said it. <laughs> it was saying that George Jones didn't didn't really like the song, didn't yeah. want to record it, but he did, yeah. and it became a hit. Well, yeah, thank yeah. God he did. But still, I mean, geez. Mm. Hey, what do you think about? She think I still care. It's very laid back. I don't know. I like <laughs> very laid back. It's, I know, I that like, is the nicest way you could have put it. Sure. <laughs> so, uh, sad bastard music is what I would call it. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. I mean, it, it is. That's not an insult. Oh, but don't, oh don't worry. There's, ways, there's, there's way more sad bastard songs. Hey, than, you know, come on now. That's what he was kind of known for was his sad bastard stuff. Sad songs. Not, fine. You, oh, uh, but let's not worry about the sad stuff. Let's, here we go. This one's fun. Uh, this next song is called The Race Is On. Oh, yeah. Yep. And this one's uh, it's released in 1963. But it was not released until September 1964 from the album I Get Lonely in a Hurry. Oh. That, that sounds like a happy album. That, that does. <laughs> the single reached number three on the Billboard Country Chart, climbed to number 96 on the pop charts, a rarity for a Jones single, and United Artists capitalized on its success by making it the title of his next 1965 LP. Hmm. Apparently he wrote the song one day after visiting the Turf Paradise race course in Phoenix, Arizona. I feel tears welling up calling deep inside like my heart strung a big break. And the stab of loneliness Good surf guitar though. Yeah. I may never shake. You might say that I was taking it hard since you wrote me off with a call. But don't you wager that'll hide the sorrow when I'm a river down and bold. Here it is. The hook. Now the race is on and here comes pride at the back stretch. Heartaches are going to the inside. My tears are holding back. They're trying not to cry. Maybe I should have just gotten the karaoke versions. Of yeah, songs. you should have just let Adam do it. Let Adam do it. He knows his What should stuff. we call uh, George Jones is the possum? How about you're the wombat? Yeah, 
Okay. Oh, there you go. That's it. Them some hot licks. Oh yeah, I mean he's got that that, that reverb tank. Is yeah, that's a, yeah. like a spring spring Crank reverb going. Oh. I am not familiar with this song. This is you don't know this, this is not one I'm familiar with. I don't think so. I don't think yeah. I know huh. this one. Okay. Caroline, uh, I'm assuming you're not familiar with this one. <laughs> I like this one better She's though. Like... I like this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right? yeah it's <laughs> fun. Yeah, it's kind of. Fun. Again, I think Nick, your brother probably you know, would have would like that song. With, I think Caroline, uh, yeah, your no. brother probably would like this song. No, I'm talking <laughs> about Nick's brother. <laughs> Caroline doesn't have a brother. Yeah, that, like, I, that I know yeah, of. Exactly. I don't. Okay, so. uh, Nick's brother. Yeah, he yes. will remain nameless. Yes, we don't yes. speak of him. Uh, Just yeah. kidding. Just so, kidding. No. We love you, buddy. By the way. Yeah. yeah. Love you, buddy. Wish you were here. To give your uh, insights on George Jones. Oh man, oh, yeah. we'll do a uh, we'll do yeah. a Tom Waits tribute episode and have Tej uh, come in for that. There we go. But Tom Waits isn't dead. But not yet. Not yet. Uh, oh boy, this is just this just gets dark from here on out. I think <laughs> <laughs> things, yeah. things go downhill for for Mr. Jones. A lot. A lot. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, just because. Yeah. Dang it. Nick, you want to read some of this? Sure. <laughs> read the depressing parts. Uh, this is where I left off. Okay. Uh, well, next up, boy, speaking of sad bastard music, <laughs> this next oh, one. God. Well, so here we go. Jo- Jones's go binge drinking and use of amphetamines on the road caught up to him in 1967, and he had to be admitted into a neurological hospital to seek treatment for his drinking. Mm. Jones would go to extreme lengths for a drink if the thirst was on him. Perhaps the most famous drinking story concerning Jones occurred while he was married to his second wife, Shirley Corley. Jones recalled Shirley making it physically impossible for him to travel to Beaumont, located eight miles away, to buy liquor. Because Jones would not walk that far, she would hide the keys to each of their cars they owned before leaving. She did not, however, hide the keys to the lawnmower. Upset, Jones walked to the window and looked out over his property he later described his thoughts in his memoir there gleaming in the glow was that 10 horsepower rotary engine under a seat a a key glistened in the ignition i imagine the top speed for that old mower was five miles per hour it might have taken an hour and a half or more for me to get to the liquor store but i did get but but by god he does but get there i did Years later, Jones comically mocked the incident by making a cameo in the video for All My Rowdy Friends Are Coming Over Tonight by Hank Williams Jr. There you go. He also parodied, parodied, parodied the episode in the 1993 video for One More Last Chance by Vince Gill yep. and in his own music video for the single Honky Tonk Song in 1996. Yep. Yes. Uh, yeah. Now, we're I was... Kind of, we're kind of giggling over here because as you're reading that, Adam a is. Shirt. Uh, point, uh, well, you knew he had a George Jones shirt on, but yeah. specifically, he has a George Jones shirt with a rider, lawnmower pictured on it. There you go, and there it is. So we'll yeah. be sure to. I'll post a picture of this. So yes, you can see. Um, and so it also talks about how Tammy Wynette claims that while while. Uh, Okay. Sorry, I'm just getting a picture of Adam. Gotcha. Go ahead. Tammy Wynette claims that uh, while while her and and George Jones were married, which I, I'm assuming that we'll get to that period of his life uh, soon, 
But at uh, one point, she woke up at 1 in the morning, and he was gone. And so she got in the car and drove to the nearest bar that was 10 miles away. And when she pulled into the parking lot, there was the riding lawnmower sitting outside the entrance. Yeah, boy. He had driven it down the main highway. Oh, my God. He looked up and saw her and said, Well, fellas, here she is now, my little wife. I told you she'd come after me. There you go. Okay, well, good. That Uh, that, That she did. I don't know what... I've got two sheet. I've got, I've got two separate documents here going. Uh, I've got my track listing uh, with info, and then I've also got that. So I don't know where where exactly this lines up for this so next we're going, track. Uh, this next track looks like we're going right into uh, Jones and Tammy Wynette. Uh, oh, their, their... go f- yes, go for that. Okay, that, that'll be before this next track. Gotcha. So if we want to stay chronological, well, yeah, I mean, we might as well. Might as well. Exactly. So Jones uh, became aware of Tammy Wynette because of their tours that were booked at the same agency, and their paths sometimes crossed after Wynette's first minor hit, Apartment Number no. Nine, in 1966, mm. uh-huh. which was written by Johnny Paycheck. Caroline, you ever heard of uh, Tammy Wynette? No, I have not. Oh. What's what's Tammy Wynette's biggest hit? Stand by your man. Stand by your man. I know nobody. Have you heard that song? You know that song. Stand by your man. Stand by your man. Yeah. Give him two arms to to cling to. Cling to. Yeah. And something warm to come to. Yeah. I was listening to the same song over and over. And lonely. Maybe add a "Stand by Your Man" to your iTunes playlist. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Um, so why net? Stand by your man. Uh, great cover of "Stand by Your Man," uh, done by the Blues Brothers. Ah. probably my favorite. Ah, cover. Okay. there you go. In, featured in the Blues Brothers movie, they oh. do it at, when they're okay. at the uh, when they're at that redneck bar on yeah. the chicken wire, yeah. and that's what actually turns the crowd from being against them to like uh, turns oh, the crowd. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. They do "Stand All by right. Your Man" and the theme from Rawhide. Ah, oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. But then, then everybody loves them. They continue to throw the beer bottles, but yeah, in celebration. At that point, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, let's see. So, Wynette was married to the songwriter Don Chapel at the time. He was the opening act Chapel. for her shows. The three became friends, but eventually Jones took more than a passing fancy to Wynette, who was 11 years his junior, and grew up listening to all his records. According to his autobiography, Jones went to their house for supper, and while she was fixing the meal, Wynette and Chapel got into a heated exchange with Chapel calling his wife a son of a bitch. Jones wrote, I felt, I felt rage fly all over me. I jumped from my chair. I remember hearing about this. Put oh. my hands under the dinner table and flipped it over. Dishes, utensils, and glasses he flew did. in all directions. Yep. Don and Tammy's eyes got about as big as the flying dinner plates. Jones professed his love for Wynette on the spot, and the couple were married in 1969. There wow. There you go. That's, there yep. you go. That's a story. Uh, well, actually, it was Don Chapel, but yeah. Oh, was I saying Chapel? Yeah. Chapel. My Ch- bad. Don, Don Chapel. Chapel. Yeah. Don Chapel. They were married at the Don Chapel. Don, That's yeah. right. <laughs> at Don's Chapel, yes. Don's so Don's. Jones and Wynette began touring together. Nick, that's appropriate for you to read because you would you always would make the joke when we go to a restaurant. That's you, true. You get the, angry the, about something. The, that the table flip flip the whole table over. Yeah, I, I still do that occasionally. <laughs> oh God, Daddy, no! And uh, <laughs> don't ra- do that. rather than uh, my wife's eyes don't get as big as dinner plates, they just roll when I constantly. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, I love it. Um, so they began touring together, and Jones bought out his contract with Musicore so he could record with Tammy oh, okay. and her producer Billy Sherrill on Epic Records. The singer had split with longtime producer Pap- Pappy Daly on acrimonious terms. Oh. 
Jones and Wynette became known as Mr. and Mrs. Country Music yeah, in the early 70s, yep. scoring several big hits, including We're Gonna Hold On, Let's, Let's Build a World Together, Golden Ring. Golden Ring. Cla- Golden that, Ring. That's a classic. Oh, yeah. Near You and We're Not the Jet Set. Yep. When asked about recording Jones and Wynette, Cheryl said... It did increase my scotch intake some. We started out trying to record the vocals together, but George Joan, George drove Tammy crazy with his phrasing. He never, ever did it the same way twice. He could make a five-syllable word out of church. That's <laughs> <laughs> pretty good. Yeah. Finally, Tammy said, record George and let me listen to it, and then I'll do my vocal after we get his on tape. Tammy was a very quick study. There you so go. There you go. She couldn't... She couldn't match his his uh, phrasing in real time, so they had to record him first, and then, and then let her go back and, and then have her come do it over. Later. Yeah, yeah. Do we have any of those songs that we want to play? I don't have any of those okay. songs. Yeah. Well, yeah, I didn't think so. Uh, in October of 1970, 70, shortly after the birth of their only child, Tamala Georgette. <laughs> uh, that is pretty funny that they named their child Tamala Georgette. Wait a minute. Uh, yeah, Georgette Jones. All right. I mean, am I wrong about that? The very, very bottom paragraph. Uh, Tamil. I mean, is it Tamala? T- is it Tamala? Is that how you spell Tamala? I guess, yeah. That looks, <laughs> Tamil- it looks weird. Yeah, Tamala. Yeah, Tamala Georgette Jones. Yeah. Tamala Georgette Jones. Yeah. Yeah, Tamala. I mean, I guess that makes more sense than Tamala. I mean, this is Tamala. <laughs> Tamala. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we'll go with yeah. that. Is yeah. that how you always spell I believe she Tamala? goes by Georgette. Yeah. Does she go by Georgette? She does, yeah. No, I guess it would be because yeah, Tammy is Tammy. I mean, isn't yeah, Tammy? Tammy is just short for Tamala, usually, yeah. right? Yeah. Yes. I would yeah. assume Tamala. <laughs> yeah, Tamala. 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 Hot Tamala. I don't yeah. know. Okay. Well, uh, yeah. let's see. Yeah, Tamala. Yeah, Tamala Georgette. Yeah. So shortly after the board, the uh, the birth of Tamala Georgette, Jones was straight jacketed and committed to a padded cell. At the Watson Clinic in Lakeland, Florida, after a drunken bender, he was kept there to detox for 10 days before being released with a prescription for Librium. I guess Mm. it's, I don't know. Gosh. Some sort of get clean medicine, maybe. Have you ever been straight-jacketed, Caroline? I have not. Have you ever had a prescription for Librium? (laughs) I also (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to be straight-jacketed. Yeah. Doesn't sound great. Let's no. see. Jones managed longer stretches of sobriety with Wynette than he had enjoyed in in other years. But as the decade wore on, his drinking and his erratic behavior worsened, leading to the couple's divorce in oh, 1967, mm-hmm. 1976. Yep. Sorry. Jones accepted the responsibility for the failure of the marriage, but vehemently denied Wynette, Wynette's allegations in her autobiography that he beat her and fired a shotgun at her. Ooh. That's a little crazy. Yeah. But if he was super drunk, maybe he doesn't even remember doing that. Mm, yeah, no. Yeah, he doesn't. Remarkably, Jones and Wynette continued playing shows and drawing crowds in the years after the divorce as fans began to see their songs mirroring their stormy relationship. In 1980, they recorded the album together again and scored a hit with Two Story House. Jones also spoke publicly about his hopes for reconciliation and would jokingly reference Tammy in some of his songs during performances of his 1981 hit, If Drinkin' Don't Kill Me, Her Memory Memory Will, Will. he would sing Tammy's Memory Will. Mm -hmm. Uh But the recrimination, recrimination, (laughs) I'm not familiar with what that word means, 
But the recrimination continued unabated. After years of sniping, Jones and Wynette appeared to make peace in the 1990s, recording a final album, One, ah, one and yeah. even touring together again before Wynette's death in 1998. Mm-hmm. In 1995, Jones told Country Weekly, Like the old saying goes, it takes time to heal things, and they've been healed quite a while. Now, I will say something really quickly, because actually at uh, George's funeral, mm-hmm. when you know when they were talking about him and Tammy, uh, you know, of course, when the news broke out about her passing, whatever, uh, you know, they had, or, or one of the artists had said, you know, pretty much if it hadn't have been for George's last wife, you know, then, uh, you know, then he probably would have been gone way before Tammy. Would oh, have yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, oh right, all, right. Because of all the drinking and stuff. Yeah. Drank himself to death. Yeah. <clears throat> That's right. Which, guess what? We'll get to that. That's true. Yes. <laughs> the other wife, that is. Yeah. Oh, yes, yes. But first, the Grand Tour. Oh, yeah. There uh, we go. Oop, 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 here's Step right up. Come on in. Now, there's, there's, a, there's, a, there's a little sign, like, like when you go to get walking. This is, this is the sweet home. divorce song. God, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, anyway, oh, yeah. yeah. There's a sign that, like, when you get to walking into where you know his grave is at down in, in Nashville, there's a sign you know that has you know those words, like you know the Grand Tour, the Grand Tour. Yeah. Ah, yes. yeah. Yeah. Well, this, that makes sense. This is from the album The Grand Tour. Ah, uh-huh. so there you go. And the song is widely hailed as one of the finest performances in country music history. Mm. And also could be considered sad bastard music. No, I would say just, this might to you, be to you guys. Yes, one of to me. <laughs> to me, it's just it's just sad stuff. I mean, I, sad. It's, yeah, it's just yeah. There's no bastard part to it. We're not calling George Jones a bastard when oh, we no, say no. it's sad bastard. Music. I mean, we're all bastards. It's just here. something you would put on when you're feeling like a sad bastard. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that Nick yeah. nailed it. Perfect. It's it a, doesn't mean George Jones is a sad bastard. No, of I mean, course not. A lot of He's stuff. writing songs for sad bastards. A, a, yes. a lot of the stuff that I listen, listen to anyway. So, like, yeah. so there you go. Hey, sometimes you want to listen to some, some sad bastard music. We've all been there. Yep. So jo- uh, genre historian Bill C. Malone called it a perfect matching of lyrics and performance in one of the great modern songs of divorce. Ah. Key change. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Throughout the song, the, the lyrics mix the singer's tour of a home that once held many personal, private, and happy memories. As he says, step right up, come on in. Yeah. Yep. With foreshadowing to set the final stop on the stroll, one of the nursery where the singer's wife, quote, left me without mercy, uh-huh. taking nothing but our baby and my heart. But she'll say that here in just a minute. Prior to the clinching end scene, the singer stops at various pieces of furniture such as an easy chair and their marital bed to reflect on the fond memories of better times. Malone wrote that the graphic imagery imagery permits the listener to see both the inside of the abandoned home where the love has died and the interior of the narrator's mind. Now, country music historian Tyler Coe Let's see. 
this uh, Tyler Coe, a historian, disagrees with the divorce interpretation of the song, stating that the song is about the narrator's pregnant wife dying. Uh huh. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah, it is. What do you think? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Never thought Again, about that's not a song I'm familiar that's with. Spin on it, Adam. I mean, it's a little, a little different. I mean, yeah, actually, you know, I mean, I mean, that's something that, that I definitely never would have thought about, though. Yeah, a different spin on it, though, mm-hmm. for sure. I mean, it, it certainly sounds like it's implying that the wife left, not that she died, but I don't know. Yeah. Well, forget about the table in the. Corner. Here's a little happier song, right? She won't be there tonight. Is it? Is it? I, I have no idea. This is called Mary, Don't Go Round. Oh, I remember you asked, asked me about, about this song. Yeah, Adam, not we familiar with this song. To, uh-huh. yeah, this is also from the album The Grand Tour, which was released uh, in 1974, August. I, this one, I thought, was a little happier than the last it's, song. It's got some pep. Threw it in there. I don't know if the lyrics are happy. Let's, let's listen. Me, please don't go, don't go. It's not looking so great tonight, so far. No. Don't be a watching. Fire to walk through those doors. Yeah. Call Mary. I like it though. She don't go around no more. Sounds like a another uh, the, the woman left uh, type song. Yeah. yeah. But uh, at least it's a little bit uh, peppier. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It's got a little. Right, it's got a nice beat a to it. Pep oh, yeah. Pep in its step. You know, you can tap your foot to that. As my, yeah. <laughs> as my grandma would say. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, well, uh, we go from 1974 to August to uh, October 1974 mm. for the next track. You want to hear it? This one yeah, is. let's do yes. it. Oh, boy. Bringing it back down. I heard the sound oh, yeah. of my dear old mama cry. This is the first single from the album, The Best of George Jones. So they, I guess they threw a single in, new single on a best of. Don't you love that? Yep. This is called The Door. It was George's sixth number one on the country chart as a solo artist. And it stayed a week at number one and would spit a total of 10 weeks on the country chart. Let's listen for a second. And I wondered if I could take it anymore. There were times when they almost drove me crazy. Oh, man. that's a nice, that's a nice uh, melody, though. There's something coming up here. I want. To, I don't want us to talk over, but oh, I'll give you a little something more coming up from the song. It went to number one on the Billboard Country Singles. Uh, uh, George speculated that it might have been a bigger hit had it not been for its touchy subject matter in light of the Vietnam War. Ah, yeah. Uh, uh, I think this is. A, Hear that sound And to know it's really over Hear the sound of the old door shut Now, it certainly seems like there's a theme in a lot of his songs It does seem about like it does. Uh, 
a woman about. walking out. Uh, now, yeah. On him. That office door, uh, that door sound, Billy uh, Cheryl divulges that it was his office door that was re- used for the sound effect on the recording uh-huh. ah. since no other door produced the appropriate sound. There you go. Well, there you go. So it's got a nice little nice little sound effect Let's on there. Yeah. The door. And the key change. It does talk about the um, background strings on that song in this. Oh, it does have bit. a nice, oh, very nice backing yeah they yeah. Said that, oh, uh, yeah yep they they uh felt that the uh the string arrangements and all the background vocals uh could have overwhelmed some mm-hmm. singers but jones's voice with at times its frightening intensity and lucid tone could stand up to anything there we go there we go uh do you have any uh let's see i was gonna say do you have anything more to add to that uh mm-hmm. not really on your notes okay uh we got we got uh more stuff about him getting introduced to cocaine Okay, I'm gonna, touch I'm gonna on dive that. into that. Uh, well, let's let's do one more, and then yeah, uh, this this next one is, I think this is a duet, possibly. This is uh, oh, this is called "These Days I Barely Get By." Oh, oh Lord, yes, yes God, he, he wrote this with Tammy Wynette. One of my favorite, many many favorite songs right here. Pretty much my life story right here in a way. Oh boy, here we go. Boy, it sounds like a. Happy tune. Mm-hmm. Oh, it ain't, but it, yeah. This morning, aching with pain. Don't think I can work, but I'll try. The- this is like, I mean, I, I don't know how I, how I would listen to this whole list of songs all the way through yeah, without it's, just. It's pretty. Pretty depressing. Pretty depressing. Yeah, that's that's kind of the overall theme. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. anyway, that. if you're not drinking, you know, before this, you know, you're definitely probably going to want to. After, yeah. Oh well. Okay. Country music sure has changed from you know this to like redneck oh, yacht yes. club and yeah, and, right, you know, right. Well, so, yeah. Adam's the only one drinking here. I've been on Nick a roller coaster ride. Caroline, yeah. I have nothing for you. Yeah. I, I, I'll I'll be honest. You I'm want a, some of Adam's Jim Beam. Uh, I'm a bit. <laughs> I'm a bit hungover Cola. today, so I'm not oh, <laughs> feeling okay, okay. so yeah. great. See, Nick's at one step ahead of us. A- Adam yeah. asked me if I wanted to get a beer when we were at the liquor store, and I said, no, I don't want to drink anything today. <laughs> yeah, nice of course, I didn't know that he was hungover, though. No, yeah, I, I haven't been hungover in quite a while, but yeah. So do we have, does Tammy sing on this, too? Uh, no, I don't think so. It says he wrote it with her, but uh, it doesn't say anything about him. Her yeah, singing no, she doesn't sing with him. I barely get these days I barely get by. It was featured on the door. Wait. No. Uh, this was also on the on that best of George Jones retrospective yeah. from 1974. So uh it which featured the door. Uh it was one of the few compositions he composed with then wife Tammy Wynette. Mm-hmm. As we said. The song, here we go, unremittingly bleak. Yeah. Recalling Jones's earlier hit single things have gone to pieces and reflected the dismal relationship that now existed between Jones and Wynette who would divorce early the following year. Yep. There you go. Two days after he recorded it on December 11th, 1974, he left Tammy. This time she didn't withdraw her divorce petition. The divorce was granted properly divided and George was left as one of those mournful souls he sang about in the grand tour. 
Yep. There you go. That's that. It's rough. Mm-hmm. This makes you want to say, what, Adam? I don't know. A lot of stuff. Yeah. Way. A lot of stuff, I'm sure. Here's one requested by Adam. Oh, God, yes. There are those who'd like to change the way I'm living. It seems they just... You know, when you listen to all these back-to-back, yeah, it's like... Yeah, oof, it's just... Heavy. Yeah. Heavy. Sits on you. Uh, do you uh, let's, let's hear about the cocaine. Okay. Well, what song was that? I just feel like maybe we need a break from this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's called I Don't I Just Don't Give a Damn. That was a uh, special request from Adam to play. And it also mm-hmm. says it is perhaps the greatest lost classic there in the entire go. Jones I knew catalog. There was something uh, something yeah. else about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's the B-side so, to the single Memories of Us from uh, 1975. There you go. But anyway, back to the In the late 70s, Jones spiraled out of control after drink already drinking consistently. Constantly, sorry. Drinking constantly. And consistently. And consistently. A manager named Shug Baggett. <laughs> Carolyn, are you familiar with Shug Baggett? Shug Egg Baggett. Uh, yes, I have. Shug Egg Baggett. <laughs> Big fat Egg Baggett. Yes. Uh, a manager wait, 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 named Shug... I didn't hear your answer. What was that? I said I can't say I... Oh, no. Darn it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Shug Baggett, of yes, course. Yeah. Love Shug, Shug Egg Baggett. Yes. All this works. Yeah. Um, so Shug Baggett introduced... George Jones to cocaine before a show because he was too tired to perform. That drug would increase Jones's already considerable paranoia. During one drunken binge, he shot at and very nearly hit his friend and occasional songwriting partner, Earl Peanut Montgomery, after oh, Montgomery Lord. had quit drinking after finding religion. Uh, you gotta know Peanut Montgomery, don't you? I mean, we all know I'm, Peanut Montgomery. No. Obviously. I mean, no, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> Who doesn't? <laughs> yeah. Okay. He's a, a very famous songwriter. He wrote uh, the song Shoop for um, Salt and Pepper. Yeah, right. What? Peanut no, Montgomery. What? <laughs> no, I don't, I don't believe he did. Yeah, I am not familiar yeah. with what Peanut also, Montgomery did. Don't know him. Yeah. Also, um, probably on cocaine. But George Jones almost killed him, evidently. Oh, well, thank God he didn't. Or else we would never have that <laughs> That's true. classic. And I guess because exactly. he was mad that Montgomery had stopped drinking. Uh, anyway, oh, yes. so Jones was often penniless and acknowledged in his autobiography that Waylon Jennings and Johnny Cash came to his financial aid during this time. Jones also began missing shows at an alarming rate, and lawsuits Uh-oh. from promoters started piling up. Mm-hmm. In 1978, owing Wynette $36,000 in child support Ooh. and claiming to be $1 million in debt, he filed for bankruptcy. Jones appeared incoherent at times, speaking in... <laughs> Quarreling voices that he would later call the duck and the old man. In his article, The Devil and George Jones... I remember hearing about that from a thing on CMT. Nick Toshis states, By February 1979, he was homeless, deranged, and destitute, living in his car and barely able to digest the junk food on which he subsided. He weighed under 100 pounds, and his condition was so bad that it took him more than two years to complete My Very Special Guests, an album on which Willie Nelson, Linda Ronstadt, Elvis Costello, and other famous fans came to his vocal aid and support. Jones entered Hillcrest Psychiatric Hospital in Birmingham, Alabama. Upon his release in January in 1980, the first thing he did was pick up a six-pack. So well, there you go. So going through some, some rough times. So he was a hundred less than a hundred pounds. Oh wow. And homeless. Don't like me the way so now I think it's more appropriate to pull up this uh, yeah. this track. Tomorrow I may probably should have just cut to the. Way 
to the hook here. Yeah. 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 We'll get to it. Oh, but tonight. Here it is, Adam. I just don't give a damn. Um, yep, that's what I tried to do when I was married, but there you go. Oh, fucking work. I spoke your ways. Put me down. Yep, Did you go. mean to say that right along with the song? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I did, seriously. Yeah. Uh, well, the. Uh, yep. Yeah, I just don't give a damn. It's a good one. Caroline, are you familiar with Willie Nelson? I don't know. It sounds familiar, but... He's a, he's a country singer, but he's also almost just as famous for being a huge pothead. Yeah. And he's like 80, you know, five now. Yeah, right? he's, he's an old, yeah, old dude. He's, he's got two yeah, big braids. He wears a bandana. He's got two long braids. He does like, um, or uh, or he's put on uh, like like this big show or concert every year. It's called Farm Aid. Yeah, I don't know if you've heard anything about that either. <laughs> do they still do okay. Farm Aid? Uh, yeah, they still so. do actually. They do. I, yeah. I don't know. Nothing. Adam, research this, that. Get this talks a little bit about Willie okay. Nelson here coming up. Uh, that's a just don't give. It, I'm feeling. If, if tell me if you're all feeling this way, some all of right. these songs kind of run together. Yeah, I, I could yeah, see that. You yeah, know? they do. But they do. But this next one, I, I both in theme a, and tone. Yes. Yeah. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna. This next one, I'm gonna get away from, uh, from that a little bit. I think it says a little. It's a little more fun, in my opinion. Awesome. So I was happy to, happy to add this to the list. Yeah. You want to hear it, or you want to go ahead with your? Uh, we could. I just was gonna tell. This got a little story about uh, that uh, George Jones. Even though he was wait wait. George Jones? George Jones, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm just, you know, shifting. Oh, oh shifting, George Jones. Okay, well, Shifting theme a little bit. <laughs> um, even though he was uh, chronically unreliable, he was still capable of putting on a captivating live show. Uh, he appeared at the Willie Nelson's 4th of July picnic oh, in okay. Gonzales, Texas, in front of 80,000 younger co- country rock-oriented fans. Hmm, a nice. very nervous Jones felt out of his comfort zone and nearly bolted from the festival, but he went on anyway and wound up stealing the show. The Houston Post wrote, he was the undisputed star of this year's Willie Nelson's Picnic, one of the greatest. Penthouse called him the spirit of country music, plain and simple, its holy ghost. The Village Voice added, as a singer, he is as intelligent as they come and should be considered for a spot in America's all-time top ten. Jones began missing more shows than he made, however, including several highly publicized dates at the Bottom Line Club in New York City. Former vice president of CBS Records Rick Blackburn recalls that an event had been hyped for weeks with a lot of top press and cast members from Saturday Night Live planning to attend. We made our plan, plans, travel arrangements, and so forth. Jones excused himself from my office, left, and we didn't see him again for three weeks. He just did not show up. Much like Hank Williams, Jones seemed suspicious of success and furiously despised perceived slights and condescension condescension towards directed towards the music that he loved so dearly when he finally played the bottom line in 1980 the new york times called him the finest and most riveting singer in country music man Whew. thank you nick uh 
Adam's gonna go. Uh, are we? Well, you want? You want to take a break? Uh, yeah, Adam, let's Adam's do that. Adam's gotta pee. Adam's gonna take a break. Yeah. Okay. The water pill and water pill and, 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 and the water that I've been drinking today is yeah. All you've been water drinking pill? here is Jim Beam Cola. Well, that too. That's another so, make, make me. Uh, well, we're gonna restroom. we're gonna press on here, I, I believe. Uh, okay. I'm, I'm gonna do one uh, that I wanted to hear. <laughs> this is called "Her Name Is." Oh, I love her, and I just can't oh, well, without it. Shouldn't go to the bathroom, then you miss all the good stuff. And I've got the urge to tell the world. This about was uh. But I love the secret and can't see the light of day. This was from 1976. But I went and wrote this love song anyway. There we go. Her name is Her eyes are Her hair is just yeah. like And she made What do you think he is that, I know Adam's mad that he's put this Yeah. Is that a is that a pig? That is a Is it a pig? But isn't that what it's called? That thing that uh, what's what's his face in? Yeah, you got it. Is it mean, well, but someday I'll feel in this song is uh, this song's electric clavinet solo. Uh, ah, yeah. Was played by Nashville session musician Hargus Pig Robbins. Ah, so part of the song's success may have been that the fans assumed George was singing about his ex-wife Tammy Wynette. Indeed, in the liner notes to the Jones retrospective anniversary 10 years of hits billy Sherrill confirms that the song was about tammy and there let's see jones riley remarked the public believed i was singing about tammy several reporters asked if they if that were true i purposely hedged on the question i was ready to let people think whatever they wanted to think if it might sell a few records i needed the money to pay child support to tammy there you go there you go there you have it I, so that thing is called the pig. Well, I think it's um, it's like a, that's the nickname, I guess. It's based on this this guy here. I guess so. Well, it's like a little yeah, I don't know. It's like something that makes like a you know a vocal sound. You use your mouth to like make a vocal sound over the tone of what you're playing. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, the Hargus Pig Robbins. I get I the electric clavinet is what it says here, but. I don't know exactly what that is. I can't even picture. Keyboard. I mean, that would be a key. Yeah, but. So anyway, that's kind of. This one is a little more fun. Slightly. Her name was. Her eyes. I don't know. See, I'm trying to match. Like in my head, I'm hearing like, what's what is he saying? What does he say there? You know, like it's, it sounds like three syllables to me. Tiffany. Yeah. You could I mean honestly you could you could use anybody's name with that song. Really. I wouldn't say I mean Tammy Josh. Tammy doesn't fit. Tammy. I have. I've I've done it with with that. Yeah, you could well, you've done that. You've do you sing over top? Her name is Tamala. Tamala. Her name is Tamala. Here we go. Her name Jeremy. <laughs> Her eyes are purple. And she measures. So, so what is she measures what? She measures what? She measures up in a way. She measures, measures up. Yeah, I guess that's kind of what kind of oh, what he's yeah. what he's talking about there. 
Oh, I thought she measures like 36, 24, 36. No, I don't think think it's that. No, there's not a lot of time to say that. I mean, yeah, of course, but you could try it, you know. And that little part on, yeah, that right there, that part that you just played right there. Yeah, yeah, 36, 24, 36. That's my. My favorite okay. part of the song, but actually, like, like you were talking about when I was walking back in, uh-huh. there is like two versions, like where somebody's either like played that part on an organ or piano, mm-hmm. and then it's done, been done on or with a guitar also too. So I've yeah. seen it. All right, seen it done two different ways. We're we're gonna we gotta press on here, yeah, because next is it's the big one. Uh, <laughs> the big one. Uh, I think I know. Carolina, have you had enough? No, good. That's fine. What did the hell did I agree to? I just know nobody. Like, I was like, <laughs> you don't know Pig uh, Robbins? Hardest Pig Robbins? I don't really listen to country music unless yeah. it's like forced upon like you. Back road or something. Like I like country music. I just like don't listen to like actual yeah. country music. Actual. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I, okay, at least that's a good. Well, yeah. Usually. Yeah. At least she's being honest. Well, I, I don't think that's an insult. She said no, no, she's not unless, listening to actual. Make uh, referencing this being actual country music. Yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah, you know. it's okay. Chicken fried is an actual country music. Yeah, more so than yeah. some. Yeah. yeah, it's got kick the dust up. <laughs> it's got a banjo, right? More than Luke Bryan. More, more than Luke Bryan like, or puke. More Bryan, than Jason yeah. Aldean or you know. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's like where. I was just, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I got some on here. I could pull up. Uh, yeah, yeah, we will be doing a. Never mind. <laughs> we will be doing a Kelly Pickler special here. Oh, good. Coming up. Oh, God. That'll be. All right. Uh, <laughs> this is it, folks. This is the big one. Are we ready, Nick? Are I'm you ready? Pretty sure I know. I'm, I have a feeling I know what this song I is. Do too. Okay, brace yourself. The big I hit. Do. This is it. He said, "I'll yes, love you." Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Now, she told him you. If you didn't think we'd been hearing enough sad bastard music, this actually this got point, rated. This got rated to be the number one saddest heart, song. heartbreak song. Yes, this by, got to be my yeah. home. I mean, like, 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 just like by, by Adam Durfee. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, like on you know, like, like the church janitor said that. No, it was like on uh, like the you know like. Like the billboard stuff or whatever. Uh, the billboard stuff. Right. So, yeah. It was on a billboard. I saw it. He stopped loving her today. Which will, will be played whenever. Oh my gosh. Adam, are you we, reading off this? Which will be played for whenever something <laughs> it happens, says here, happens, happens to me, but that's hopefully not. It says me, here, it has been named in several surveys as the greatest country song oh, of all time. Uh, <laughs> there you go. No, I didn't know it before you even read it. It was released in April 1980. Well, the year I was born, 1980. That's right. As the lead single from the album, I Am What I I Am. I Am What I Am. This is it, Caroline. This is the 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 George Jones song. This is the one. If you need to take anything from this experience. That's right. It's this one. You might even argue it sounds kind of like the other George Jones songs. Maybe it's even slower than the other one. <laughs> a little bit slower, but yeah. yeah. Nick, that's just the thing. Yeah. You know, which you, actually, that's how you really know that it. You've heard the others. Your, heart, your heartstrings. <laughs> which, you heard the yeah. others. And, which actually. And they, whatever, you know. Yeah. This one runs together just like this. Yeah. yeah. It's even also, too. It's even sadder. <laughs> yes. Also, too, that was uh, played 
you know, at his uh, funeral at the opera. Appropriately so. It's true. And uh, Alan Jackson was the one who did. Ah, there you go. Did it. Now, it I can't find. Today. Yes, my God, Lord Jesus. Mm, the strings. That's right. good. It's nice. And soon they'll carry him away. Nick, do you have anything about this song? Uh, let's see. My favorite part right here coming up. He, he oh, had not. Oh, this is where he talks. Oh, oh yeah. You know, she came to see him one last time. <laughs> sorry, sorry to cut you off, Nick. <laughs> oh, we, we all wondered if she was sorry, bitch, was going to. Oh, oh, my goodness. I think that's the right lyric. I don't know. Well, that's so if that, you want to get really into it, you can't. That was play. George Jones's first number one hit in over six years. Oh wow! So yeah. kind of yeah, his comeback. Yeah. yeah. The song that's was written smart, yeah. by Bobby Braddock and Curly Putman. Now I know Caroline loves Curly Putman. Curly Putman, Putman yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, obviously, she's goes without saying. She's got an autographed. <laughs> oh my god! By Ding Glossy, that's Curly right. Putman in her bedroom. She's right. like, what? Uh, I don't. I don't know who Curly Putman is. Yeah, she's like, I have no idea. We're like, yeah. why do people have these names? That's, like, yeah, that's, yeah, that's a, a very good. Point. I agree with you on that. I do. Yeah, I do. I really do. Because like Kathy's name. I mean, even though like I know a lot of stuff about it, but then I mean also too, you know, even though we've been or yeah, you know, been reading stuff about it, but still, I mean, there's some, there's some other things, the facts that I. You know, didn't didn't know that you know that I'm. Yeah, they can't all be George. Learning you know. too, so yeah, you know. So I mean, it's kind it's, of cool that it is, I'm learning some other stuff that I did not know. It says that it's consistently voted as one of the greatest country songs of all time, along with yep. "I'm So Lonesome I Could Cry" by Hank Williams and "Crazy" by Patsy Cline. Crazy, there you go. Yeah. Take it out of which "Crazy" was written by Willie Nelson. Nelson. So blue. There you go, Willie Nelson. Yep. The song reaches its peak in its chorus, revealing that he indeed stopped loving her when he died, and the woman does return for his funeral. Mm. So, if you thought it was depressing, <laughs> it gets worse. <laughs> no, I do yeah. remember putting this in here. Yep. Um, I mean, I mean, you oh, know, oh yeah, here we go. This are... is here's here's a quote okay. from George Jones oh, right, that I'll, I would like to say. Right, yes, I'll let you say that, then I'll say what I was, was going to say. And let me just say, at least George George Jones is is in on the. Well, it's not a joke, but yeah, <laughs> he George Jones was quoted as saying, "Nobody will buy that morbid son of a bitch." <laughs> because it's too sad. That's, that's what. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's yes. Why you know? Yeah, that's right. no, he was wrong. He indeed he, he stopped loving her. When he died, mm-hmm. and the woman does return. Yeah, yeah, which yeah. is a little for his yeah. funeral, which is good. There you go. That's, there you go. But so, yeah, so no. he never stopped loving her in life. Right. But when he died, that's, that's also that's, interesting that's to me that to, that's going to be a heavy. It's time. a heavy song. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, yeah, that's going to be about, be uh, about the time for me on on that whatever. That'll be what happens with you. Yeah. When you stop loving who? I mean, just like you know, like, just like some of the people. Just the I, idea of women in some, general. Some of the people that I, you know, either have been with or you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. there you go. You know, because even though even if you're not mar- even I if mean, you're not with them now, yeah, you still not, have love for even them. Even I'm not with them now, or even though I'm not married to them anymore, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. I, you there know, you go. I mean, I got to be honest, you know, I mean, you know, the marriage is really, yeah, uh, it's affecting me. The marriage is affecting you. Yeah. Or the lack, the the end of the marriage. 
just I guess you know just the lack part of it whatever oh gotcha just, well, you know, yeah you know because I mean you know we all have you know I guess regrets about stuff or things you know that we wish we could have mm-hmm. yeah. could have done or did whatever and you know yeah you know, yeah, that's you know, true you know there's always the the what if I did this or what if I'd done that or you know just, and I think George Jones probably feels the same way yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do find it interesting that he didn't write a lot of these songs. Yeah. I know that. So yeah, it's just that like was he kind of a surprise. They just kept having him record these super sad songs. That was kind of yeah. A, yeah I know that. Yeah, that really surprised me. I guess like the record companies were just like, well, that seems to be working. Let's just do another Let's really sad on, one. Mm-hmm. Keep on, keeps mm-hmm. on being a number one hit. Might keep as well on, keep on rolling. Yep. And uh, yeah, I mean, to be fair, you've had a lack of marriage with the mm-hmm. all the women you've been with. Because you never married it. I mean, yeah. It, you know, I mean, I mean, <laughs> yeah. I get what you're trying to say, though. Yeah. He married I mean, one of them. Yeah. But, yeah. but no. Yeah. No longer. No, yeah. Caroline has had a lack of marriage her entire life. That's true. That's true. Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> this affects us all. It's, I mean, yeah. You know? it's, it's, yeah. And now she's going to go home and listen to He Stopped Loving Her Today and <laughs> <laughs> cry herself to sleep. Or, um, one more minute, you know, it's a sad song. Oh, one more minute. Oh, yeah, Weird Al. Uh, Caroline, I, gosh, I, I, can't, I didn't say this at the beginning. Caroline is my Weird Al friend. Oh, there you uh, go. We, okay. we know each other. <laughs> okay. Uh, we actually I was, I was only know each other uh, because we're both uh, I was Weird Al fans. There you yes. go. Okay, I was wondering. Okay. I should mention that. Okay. So that's and, why I don't know anybody. Uh, Caroline has introduced me to... Uh, Lots of great things. I've I've introduced her obviously to Beef Sign Podcast. Yeah, George, <laughs> yes. George Jones. Yes, and she's introduced me to uh, hot dogs at Steak and Shake. So. Oh yes. Ah. Ah. People think I'm weird. Yeah, there you go. See, see no. yeah. Nick, I, <laughs> Nick's face says it all. Not probably wasn't aware that was on the menu. Yeah, I don't think uh, I ever thought I ever noticed. I've seen it on there. I just never have gotten them. Yeah. I, I like Steak and Shake's burgers. I mean, I think they so have. It'd be hard burger. to go away from the. I yeah. just get both whenever I tried something new. Yeah. Just get both. Oh, yeah. There, yeah, there you go. go. Mm-hmm. I uh, I'm not like a big hot dog fan, oh, so that like would be kind of. These are yeah. good. It would be a, it'd be hard for me to I necessarily oh, yeah. think that the hot dog is going to be better better than the burger because I don't know that I necessarily think a hot dog can be better than a burger. Well, they're all beef hot dogs, which is different than normal hot. Dogs. Well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. But still, but yeah. I do like a good like you know like a Polish sausage on mm. you know on a yeah. oh yeah yeah like, big old yeah. buns you get yeah. it like the Bratwurst. Harvest Homecoming or something bratwurst uh, bratwurst I yeah. think it, someone even uh, at Steak and Shake said I think they used the phrase steak franks. Uh huh. So maybe. Something, I think I've heard that too. The same, I think I have the same type of beef. Oh, yeah, it's different than though. But yeah, it's good. I mean, it's yeah. it is a tasty. If you like a hot dog, <laughs> and I do, it's yeah. good. It's well, a tasty hot dog. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Maybe one of these days I'll have to give it a try. Yes. All right. Okay. So anyway, uh, we might. I might. Heck, we might get one today. Caroline, you yeah. got plans later after Adam. <laughs> I don't have no plans. Hot dog. All right. That or maybe Skyline. Nick, you're else. not invited. Oh, well, <laughs> I'm, yeah, chill. I'm on. Tell flip, I'm on flip this table over. Oh, good old bone dry. Oh, bone, bone dry. Bone dry. This is another one Adam suggested we play for the show today. This is off of also off the album. I am what I am. I am, what I am. Baby wants me. 
to go cold turkey the bone dry of course talking about drinking this is all this what the song is no talking Jack about Daniel, this one no Jim Beam whiskey bone dry no Jim Beam seems happier though <laughs> no Jim Beam no, isn't that funny? Sure. no Jim happier Beam. but yet we're still talking about well, we're talking about stopping drinking that's yeah. true that's yeah. permanent high permanent high from being bone dry it's, it's hard to do once you get the on the ship this is another drinking song yep it's a musically upbeat, bone dry explores in hellish detail the withdrawal associated with alcohol addiction. It was, it was recorded in February 1980, released in September, September 1st, 1980, right after Adam's birth. Oh, yeah. There you go. Bone dry. How's that, how's that working out for you, Adam? Uh, at the moment, it's it's going going bone dry. He's not bone it's, dry. I'm not, not bone, bone dry. dry. I've got a little bit he's in two me. Ca- yeah. He's two cans in on the Jim cans in soda there. there. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, I like the, I, I like the feel of this one for sure. Yeah, this one's fun. Like that piano. Yeah. Okay. So bone dry. Uh, and then he, this is, he's coming back, you know, at this he's point kinda, yeah. in his career. Yeah. yeah. He's yeah. coming back. Pretty pretty much, much, went through yeah. a rough stretch. Pretty, pretty, pretty much. Pretty rough stretch. Yeah. Pretty much after. He's trying to dry out. Loving, yeah. yeah pretty, much, yeah. pretty much after he stopped loving her today came out. He, no. he kind of. Spoiler alert. Kind of got back on a, on a roll there. Yeah. Spoiler alert. He doesn't quite dry out as, as, yeah, that's the thing. as much as he wanted to. Yeah. Yeah. But. Uh, he goes. Uh, he he releases uh, an album called. Uh, let's see. Still the same old me. Same old me. Yep. With uh, him the and the uh, Oak Ridge oh, Boys. There you go. Right. Adam knows it. He knows it. Yeah. And this was. Uh, here's the song. Here's the song. The title track. Pretty much. Same old me. Oh, this is God, an anthem of survival go. and enduring love. Oh. Yes. This is written by Paul Overstreet. And it's it's features backing from uh, one of our favorites, the Oak Ridge Boys, or the Oak Tree Boys. Well, they didn't ask us. Well, they didn't ask us to do that one. I don't know why. Don't well, know. Well, this Adam one, was the only one born. At that Adam time. was the only one living. I guess. Yeah, yeah. Let's see what yeah. did that come? No out? one else was. Uh, yeah, well, thought yeah. of yet, or whatever. I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I think I I might have mixed up some some of the dates here, but. Anyway, so that's the same. Yeah, well, at least Adam was born when we, when this song came out. Mm-hmm. So yep. he could have done his solo. Yeah. Just as lovely the same old me. As the first time I saw you. Do you know who the Oak Ridge Boys are? I've heard of them, at least. Wow. Ah, now we're getting somewhere like again. All right. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, you're looking at. Oh, here we go. Let's listen for a second. Here's what they are. So that's I'm, that's the old the Oak Ridge Boys singing in the background. This is it's a good track. That guy with the low voice. Yeah. What's his name? Oh. You would ask me that crap, and I can't Bucks think of McGinty. his name. The guy with the I low voice. Just, I, I I know who you're talking God, about. He, I can't he, think of his name. But yes, he get, kills me. He, I, mean, oh, yeah. I can't. I don't know how you can sing that. Well. I know it's uh, yeah. You it, hear him in there. You got to kind of listen for it. But yeah, uh, yeah. 
Anyway, but, so yeah. that's uh, of course. same old me featuring he's the one the who does the, voice. And, and I, does the bass part on Elvira. Adam, Nick, and uh, yeah. I and uh, our friend Tim, we have a group called the Oak, the Oak Tree, Tree Boys. Boys. We've done, we've sang on the podcast <laughs> before. Yeah. And we performed at, we performed at both uh, lip syncs and karaoke bars. Which that popped up not so long ago on so, uh, Facebook too with uh, you and I doing uh, so, Elvira. We've had some, some high dollar gigs. We've had some uh, mild success. I yeah, guess mild success. <laughs> we haven't really gotten signed so, to, to a record deal I believe yet. there's a, uh, there might be an episode called the Oak Tree Boys. Uh, there is. There is. There, and then, there is. And then Adam and I uh, attended the Oak Ridge Boys concert at the oh Kentucky State God, Fair. God, that was so freaking awesome. Years ago. That, that was so awesome. Another episode to check yeah. out if you haven't yet. That's that was so awesome. <laughs> <laughs> another, uh, you know, you could beautiful kind of consider that a beef sign on the road. You it's, yeah. You're yeah. in Louisville, in but Louisville. you're on location. We're on location. You know? oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's a great episode. We visit the mules. Adam eats a donut, mm-hmm. burger, yeah. and then uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Krispy Kreme burger that they had. Go to the concert. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Have you had a Krispy Kreme burger, Caroline? No, I, I don't think I would ever eat one. Yeah. <laughs> it's just I, like so. Gross. Well, I haven't I mean, had one either. It's pretty disgusting. Uh, seems actually. a little. I mean, like, seems like a little bit much. Sweet. I yeah. It, I mean, I would try it, but I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to buy bad. a whole one to. to it's eat, not you know? bad. Yeah, maybe. Really? Bite, maybe I mean, it's no, definitely it's different. It's definitely. Yeah, different. I'm sure it's different. It's definitely different, you know, because you're you know used to even you know eating the. You know, hamburger on either. You know, I do love the steak and shake hot dog milkshake. That's very good. The what? What? Steak and shake hot dog milkshake. Oh, a joke. <laughs> I was like, saying, like, there's no way you tried that. You know, a hot dog. Hot, like, hot dog minute, water. Like, when the hell did they come yeah, up with yeah. that? Instead of milk, they use the hot dog water after yeah. they boil oh, yeah, the, right, the hot right. dogs. Yeah. And you add a little uh, ketchup and mustard yeah, in there. Okay, that well. does not sound good. Like delicious. I don't like mustard either. That does not sound High five. good at all. Oh gosh. Oh boy. Here's here's something. Mm. I can already tell this is going to be a, a happy one. <laughs> Well, this one's this has got a whole nother meaning though. Oh, okay. I think I know this one too. That the one you're playing right now. I think it is. I've been I've been wanting to get this song too, but I haven't haven't done it. This is uh, while he was having immense success, but also uh, ravaging his body with alcohol and cocaine. And he did this song called "Daddy Come Home." Yeah, with him and and his daughter. There's George right there. Which was a little girl, of course. Well, you kind of gather that from the, that's what he said. He said she is a little girl, of course. So yeah, I gathered that from the, yeah. It's actually this is George Jones singing. He's just he's a he's a master of <laughs> vocal disguise. Oh boy. So is that really his daughter singing? Yes. Yeah. That is Georgette. That's yep, Georgette. That's her, yeah, yeah, that's his, her daughter, was... his daughter by Tammy, as we said yes. before. Him and, him and Tammy's uh, girl. Yeah. And uh, gosh. <laughs> so when was that uh, recorded? 80 something. This I'm was sure. off the same album. This was off the Still the Same Old Me album. Oh, gotcha. And, uh, that's why I don't gosh, have that. Why don't okay. I, have the, I don't have the date on that for some reason. Oh well, uh, okay. So that's Daddy. <laughs> Daddy came Daddy home. home. Yeah, that is a good. That, that is a real good song though. And uh, I, I'm I've gonna, seen the video I for it that on I, YouTube, but yeah, I think I mixed these up. This was supposed to be before "Same Old Me," but uh, this oh, song well. Adam wanted to hear, so I threw it on here. Yeah. And this is a a 
This is one called Him and James now Taylor. Yep. Bartender's Blues. Bartender's oh. Blues, yeah. I don't lie did you know that James Taylor did the song with him, Nick? I did not. Oh, this is off the Nor title. Nor am I familiar with this song at all. It's the title track off his '78 album. Yeah, so this should have been yep. early. Bartender's Blues. And James Taylor wrote and sings backup on the song. Huh? Caroline, you know who James Taylor is? I, do, I, guess. <laughs> um, I feel like that name is familiar, but I yeah. probably not. There's he sings. Uh, what does he do? Fire and rain. Fire and rain. You got a friend. Yep, you've got a friend. He, and those are um, those are about the only two I can think. Of. But no, well, there's another one, but it's like like more of a newer one though. I don't know. October Road is another song that that he's done. October but, Road. Yeah, I don't know that one. Nick, you know any James Taylor songs? Uh, I do. I know. Uh, you know, Fire and Rain. Yeah, yeah. That's mm-hmm. the. the you, you got, got a the friend big one. Oh yeah, you got or, a friend. You got a friend. You yeah. Got a friend. Yeah. Not not to be confused with Randy Newman. You got a friend of me. Okay. Okay. No, that's a I know that song. I'm in my head I'm got the uh here he is. His voice doesn't really pop out, but yeah. yeah but he's from it's there. Steve one there. And a honky tonk angel. Yeah. It is. To keep me from slipping away. Oh boy. I can light So that's sort almost a duet. It is, of, yeah. In a way. In, mm-hmm. in, in a way. Uh, which brings us to another duet. Yeah. From the album A Taste of Yesterday's Wine, the album by George Jones and Merle Haggard, released mm-hmm. in 1982. Yeah. Now there's a newer version of that song. That I have, um, it's with uh, I mean George is singing on it too, but it's with him. I haven't even said the name of the song yet. You said yesterday's wine. Oh, that's the album. Oh well, that's the song. That, yeah, still, <laughs> but still, anyway, it's yeah. not the song I have. Sorry. Well, uh, we're gonna hear. Let's see. This is uh, their first album together and their next album together. Kicking out the footlights. Yes, that's again. One. Yep. The name would not come out until 24 years later. Oh, wow, in 2006. Mm-hmm. But Goodness. we're, we're going to hear uh, appropriately No Show Jones. Yep. Yeah, now this I could get into. Yeah, yeah, this is a little more. Yeah, Waylon and Willie are the outlaws. Oh, yeah, that's true. And Roger mm-hmm. is the king of the road. Okay, yeah, you got it. Everyone knows Hatch been in prison. I didn't know that. <laughs> Did you know that? Did you know that, Caroline? Uh-huh. H- Hank's been in prison. Hank Sr., yes. Molly's got two good reasons that she's well known. Oh, boy, oh boy that's a. That's talking about Dolly Parton there. What's, for he, a what's he talking about there? Knows about Dolly Parton. Dolly's got two good reasons that she's well known. No comment. That's a little inappropriate, Adam. So That's I why I just gesture, did the sign. That's why. I, well, I you were wondering what he was talking about. I mean, what would? What? I mean, I could have came out and said breast. I just did, but <laughs> I mean, I wanted to actually just do the. 
Okay. Do the suggestion. Fair enough. That is what they're referencing. We call him No Show Jones. No Show Jones. No Show Jones. No Show Jones. That's No Show Country. Yeah, this is this is definitely more fun. That is. Yeah. And it's not just a fun song that's about depressing stuff. It's also just like kind of a fun song. Yeah. Basically, we're we're really just going through a list of other country artists and and giving some of their Giving them some of their credit. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So that's No Show Jones. Yeah. But no, back to the... To, to the yesterday's wine part real quick oh um like i said yeah i have uh like the other's a new a newer version of of that song you know that got done uh you know of course before george had passed like i said it's with um with him jamie jamie johnson and then uh a band called blackberry smoke oh okay that okay. that did a uh, version of yesterday's wine nice. which uh down to the last page here. I do like okay. both versions of that of that song though. So it's kind of odd for me sometimes to like, you know, if someone else like has covered another song, whatever, you know. Sometimes it's you know, you know. I mean, I I give it a chance though at least. Sorry. <laughs> no. Okay, no. We're having a, beso- a behind the scenes conversation. Well, well, so, okay. Yeah. Uh, no, well, we're, Nick's going to get out of here pretty soon. I yeah, believe. I might have to jet out just a, a little bit early because I've got a sick daughter who I have to go pick up some medicine for. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. well, that's totally right. understandable. Yeah. Uh, we're, Hopefully, Augie gets... you need to go right now or you got a couple, uh, couple moments? Like, probably a couple minutes. Hopefully, Augie gets to feeling better, though. Yeah, uh, yeah I hope so. Just, just a little bug. Yes. We'll touch on this one real quick. In a bar room. This is... Tennessee whiskey. Ah, oh, yes. It was uh, written by Dean Dillon, Linda Hargrove, and it was originally recorded by American country music artist David Allen Coe. Oh. Uh-huh. Yes. For his album, I'm just trying to guess what I'm going to say. Before I say it. <laughs> uh, it was this, uh, this album of the same name in 1981, Tennessee whiskey. That's right. George Jones' version of the song was released in '83. As a third single from his album Shine On, it reached number two on the Hot Country Singles. Chris Stapleton came The out. song yeah, has been covered by several artists, <laughs> including Chris Stapleton. Of course, I don't care for Chris's version. Sorry, Chris. His version's very different. Very it's different. Yes. I do like Chris it's, Stapleton's version. It's too different for me. I guess it's because I'm too much old school. Yeah. There you go. It remained a mainstay in Jones's live set with the singer often substituting the name of whatever city or town he was in for Tennessee uh-huh. in the second chorus. So, so he would if say, he was in Louisville, he would say, "You're as sweet as New Albany whiskey." Yeah. Or Louisville. Well, I wonder Kentucky. if you keep it with the syllables like Tennessee. Yeah. New Albany. Yeah. New Louisville. Albany. Kentucky. <laughs> yeah, I know it'd be it'd be hard to do with yeah. yeah. Jeffersonville whiskey, <laughs> Kentucky <laughs> bourbon, Sellersburg whiskey, yeah, yeah. Sellersburg whiskey. Yeah, everybody knows about good old Sellersburg whiskey. Yeah. Oh boy. Well, um, gosh, we got a couple more songs here, but uh, what do you? Let's see. Should we go on to the next one? This is called "I'm a One Woman Man." man. 
have a lot of people have. We're gonna jump into the late '80s here. A lot of people have done done this one. This one was on the Billboard Hot Country Singles chart. It would be his final top ten solo hit. I'm just gonna cut it off right there and say this song is so untrue. That is true. We know because we've been reading all about it. That's right. He was not a one-woman man. I guess I mean, it, yes, no, he, yes, no, he was not. But yeah. so, although it never necessarily spoke about him having affairs. That's true. So maybe a one-woman, maybe at, a one, at, at a one time. woman at a time. <laughs> back to back, maybe. But he's got that low, that low voice. Oh yeah. I do like when he jumps from the low to the high. It's kind of, oh yeah. Kind of funny. Okay, well, we may have I may have gotten too many songs for this. But <laughs> I'm getting worn out here. Okay. It's worth uh, it though. It's worth it. It's, it's worth, worth it. it. Okay. It's worth it for for possum. Yep. For possum. Yep, it's worth it. The one song I, I hate for Nick to leave before, maybe we should skip to it. Uh, I know this one too. God, yes. Talking about the big rocking chair we'll go. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I don't need your rocking chair. That's that is it that right song, there. That's where that song came from. Yeah. This song kind of ex- self-explanatory. I yeah. I, and I don't have much to say about it. It was a single from Walls Can Fall. Her first when, when did Walls Could Fall could 92, come out? 92. 92. 92. Okay. A little more, you know, about the not not growing old, you know, not age is just a number sort of uh, idea. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Sing it, Adam. I don't need your rocking chair. Yeah. Okay, so then, back to uh, what we opened the show with. Uh, We're going to jump ahead here to 1999. My senior year of high school. And this song I've heard Adam play so many times. So many times. I would say this is probably the first George Jones song I ever heard. Yeah. Probably Dang. because of Adam. Dang. I've had choices. Wow. It's certainly the first one I ever like remember hearing day. and like hearing. knowing. Okay. Okay. Knowing about George Jones. A, another sad bastard song. Yeah. yeah. But he's you know talking about his you know his near near death experience. That's true. Yeah. Well, you're right. I think there's something in there, but did he the have toll? the car accident? I think he already recorded the song. No, it was after. It may not say in. But I'm I'm I I, I'm I'm almost 100 percent sure. I'm, all, I'm I'm about 85 percent sure <laughs> on that. But Caroline, I couldn't tell you. Does it matter? I mean, it may not matter, but I mean, <laughs> he wouldn't be here today. Well, I wouldn't. I probably wouldn't been here as long as he was. Yeah. With the choices right. I made. Living and dying with the choices I made. I and pretty much. Well, let's listen. This is a good life. By an early age, I found I like drinking. What do you think? Yes. From what we've learned today, Caroline, does he like drinking? (laughs) Loves it. (laughs) Loves it. (laughs) In fact, in fact. Oh, and I never turned it down. There were loved ones. But I turned them all away. (laughs) Oh, boy. Yeah. And muscle too, you know, the choices I made for me to talk about making 
making good or bad choices in yeah. our life. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because, and then, you know, and then because the, we all do have choices. You know, we can either do the right thing. Or, I will say this is a well-crafted recording. Or, uh, yeah, you know, I, I, I enjoy the backup vocals. Yeah, yeah. You know, we all have... Uh, his, his music definitely got more uh, layered in his la- in the later years. Yeah. Like I said, yeah. You know, like I said, you know, two... Too with this song, you know, like I said, you know, you know, we all do have you know choices, you know, that, like that we may, you know, feel bad on, you know, but at, you know, from time to time or whatever, you know, we're kind of going back thinking, well, you know, at the time it may have been the right choice or right decision, and mm-hmm. that is true. Know, that it may not may not have been. So he probably thought, hey, getting drunk and using a bunch of cocaine right now seems like the right choice, but later on it might not. So we, you never know. Possibility. 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 Driving my lawnmower to the liquor store at one in the morning. <laughs> right now, it seems like the right choice. See this next song? Because I've got a thirst for drink. <laughs> yeah, buddy. This next one? What does it say? Ain't love a lot like that. That's oh, a, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. What do I, what? I, I remember that one. Yeah. There's nothing there. Because I used to play that. <laughs> there's like, nothing there. I have no explanation for, I have no backstory on this. I have nothing. Yeah. It's off the same album, which yeah. is called The Cold, Cold Hard Truth. Truth. Which I remember that song. I remember hearing both of these songs around the same time. And yeah. this one, I would this probably one. say, I because the Adam used to this play one. the hell out of this song. Yeah, he did. I remember him bringing an album to like church trips and just anybody's house we would go yeah. to. He'd bring this album. He brought it on that one like retreat we went on. That's the one. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. one I, that I was going to talk or, or, or going to mention. Yeah. And, and I will say, luckily, it's a fun one. It, it is. Fun. is. Yeah. We all fast, fast. We up. all learned this song real quick, Very quick because Adam overplayed it so much. That's true. Like it, I, I probably haven't heard this song in, in <laughs> 15 plus years, but I still remember it pretty well. <laughs> just like, just like yesterday. That's right. That's right. Oh my gosh! All right. Well, that's a good one. You can find this on the album Cold Hard Truth if yep. you want to hear the whole thing. That's a good one. Which actually, I mean, the whole album is good. By the way, yeah, is it? yeah, yeah. I don't. I know. mean, I mean, there's. I said, you know, yeah, but I don't know. Check out Adam's uh, Facebook live feed if you want to listen to the entire album. There you go. No interruptions. Yeah. Which, well, I mean, I've never did, karaoke never, style. Ne- never, never done the whole album on uh, Facebook Live, whatever. Because you know, I have one more song here. It's called. This is one Adam wanted to put on here, and this is from 2005, from the album Hits I Missed and One I Didn't. Yep. Blues Man. The 59th and final studio album. Ah. Uh-huh. By American country music singer George Jones. Yep. There you go. Yep. And, uh, well, here it is. I'm going to actually cut to, the, cut to the good part, I think. <laughs> or, in my opinion. I was alone in the this is, uh... B- Blues Man. This is one he does. His first ever duet. Duet video. Mm-hmm. He did it with Dolly. Dolly Parton. Ah. 
Good old Dolly. Are she's you familiar so with Dolly Parton? I do. I, I yeah. know her. There we go. There. I feel like everyone knows her. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, baby, I there we go. This song chronicles the life of a singer, not unlike Jones himself. Ah. You don't have to prove to me you're yeah. some kind of On that album, he recorded 11 songs that, in, that included many he had passed over on the years that mm-hmm. went on to become hits for other artists. Ah, yes, he did. Yep. So, Dolly's got a good voice. Oh, she does. Yeah, yeah. she does for sure. Yep. Nick, do you have time to read us a little bit about the last days of George Jones? I... I mean, Maybe you can skip to that. I mean, if, I mean, if not, you know. If not, if not, Adam will cover it. Yeah, I'll try to do it. That's why, that's why I have my glasses on. To uh, see, see what I'm reading. Let's see. In March two, in March 29th, 2012, Jones was taken to the hospital with an upper respiratory infection. Months later, on May 21st, Jones was hospitalized again for his infection and was was released five days later. On August 14th, 2012, Jones announced his farewell tour, the Grand Tour, with scheduled stops at 60 cities. His final concert was held in Knoxville at the Knoxville Civic Coliseum on April 6, 2013. Jones was scheduled to perform his final concert at the Bridgestone Arena on November 22nd in 2013. However, on April 18th, 2013, Jones was taken to VUMC for a slight fever and irregular blood pressure. His concerts in Alabama and Salem were postponed as a result. Following six days in intensive care, Jones died on April 26, 2016. He was 81 years old. Former First Lady Laura Bush was among those eulogizing Jones at his funeral. On May 2nd, 2013, other speakers were Tennessee Governor Bill Haslam, former Arkansas Governor Mike Huckabee, news personality Bob Schaefer, and country singers Barbara Mandrell and Kenny Chesney, Alan Jackson, Kid Rock, Ronnie Millsap, Randy Travis, Vince Gill, Patty Loveless, Travis Tritt, and the Oak Ridge Boys, Charlie Daniels, Winona, and Brad Paisley. A lot of them. Provided musical tributes. The mm. service was broadcast live on CMT, GAC, want. RFD TV, the Nashville Network, and Family Net, as well as Nashville stations. Yeah. Uh, the Grand Old Opry broadcast, broadcast, broadcast the event on the radio. Oh. The family requested that contributions be made to the Grand Old Opry Trust Fund or to the Country Music Hall of Fame and Museum. Jones was buried in Woodlawn, Woodlawn Cemetery in Nashville. His death made headlines all over the world, many country stations, as well as a few other formats, such as old, oldies, classic hits, abandoned or modified their playlist and played his songs throughout the day. The week after Jones's death, He Stopped Loving Her Today re-entered the Hot Country Song, at num- hot country song charts at number 21. There you go. There the you go. End. And Adam has been there to the uh, visit grave. his his grave. grave. Yeah, yeah. went to the museum, yeah. right? Like I guess, yeah, like I said, you know, I mean, you know, there's pictures, you know, you know, of course, you know, I mean, you can be able to look up the pictures online, whatever. But I mean, you know, until you actually get to, you know, go there, so you see it in, in real see life, it, see it in person. I mean, it's you know, for I, a true country fan, you know, it's kind of something that's you know. Worth worth checking out. Worth, yeah, yeah, worth checking out, and yeah, definitely. Well, yeah. I am a 
physically exhausted from this episode. That's true. Mentally, <laughs> I am so worn out. Mentally and uh, and, mentally, uh, and emotionally exhausted. A lot of stuff. I am going to have to thank you to for jet out. Nick's going to head out. We're all going to head out here. Thank you all for for joining. All right. Yes. Yes. Caroline, very nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yep. Love you, buddy. Like you learned more about George Jones than you ever wanted to know. Oh yeah, I learned a lot about his drinking. Just. Love you, buddy. Love you, buddy. Love you, too. All right. Well, we're going to send it off. Send Nick off with He Stopped Loving Her Today. Thank you. Don't uh, don't take it the wrong way, Nick. That's right. <laughs> and, uh, we'll, send, uh, we'll send all our listeners off with this one. And so thank you, Caroline. Thank you for coming and uh, doing <laughs> the show. Part of Nick, this. Yes. we love you, buddy. Love you all. Yep, love you, buddy. All right. And uh, Adam. Love you. Love you, brother. Love you, too, buddy. Kept her picture. All right, for Beef Sign Podcast, this is Josh and Adam. Adam, Caroline, Caroline. See you, Nick. And just in case we don't see you again, okay. No, we gotta stop doing that. We gotta stop doing that. Seriously. I know that was like a big joke for thing for a while, but I mean, which I'll I'll fill you in on the joke here in a minute. All right. Take us away, George. Yes. He had underlined in red every single I love you. I went to see him just today. Oh, but I didn't see no tears all dressed up to go away first time I'd seen him smile in years he stopped loving her today it placed her And soon they'll